And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mac Sheen Washable, Nat the Red Baron, Neil, and special guest Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob, yeah, very special <laughs> guest. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But... You listen to the, the right here. <laughs> multiple shows available on the PPRN Radio Network. Uncle Bob, a frequent flyer on the Peter Pino Show. That's right. On Tuesdays and Wednesdays <coughs> from sometime around 7.30 to sometime <laughs> around 10.30. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take. Yeah. It's like we're sometime around 10 to 1. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Very loose hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll also have another special guest dropping in at the, uh, the, top, of the top of the hour. Yeah. And uh, at some point, Mojito should be making his way here. <laughs> he's got a softball game. He's going to show up all dirty. So he's going to show up normal. Yeah. Uh, J-Mart not joining us. Today is not his actual birthday. Rebecca's like itching to say that. I could like I could feel the glares come. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not his actual birthday. It's just his birthday party. You knew she was going to say it. Happy birthday, Cole. Yep. Cole Beasley. Ooh. <laughs> write that on the card. Yeah. Like in <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, let's. I don't know who had shot trivia. Probably Kendall. Yeah, I have a, the knack of low. How would you guys like an NFL question? Uh, uh, still got Bloody Mary left in the fridge. <laughs> oh yeah, I think we do. Hold on, let me let me step out. Mark, that's gonna. I didn't see it. Oh man, someone finish it. it. <laughs> I also didn't look for it. Should tell Kyle to stop. Oh no, is it gone? Oh, oh it's on its side. Oh, even better. Hey, whose Seagram's wine coolers are those? Whose Seagram's wine coolers are those? Ricky's. Yeah. We should we should put one of those in there. I'll I'll get her another one from work. <laughs> I think that would really there, enhance it. There is a large length well, that, in that. That sounds like my brother's uh, <laughs> drink bottle. <laughs> Anything oh, that he found. That's what the that's what the private stock that's is. The private stock. The private stock right now has got some it's got some floaties. There yeah. is lumps. So, uh, admittedly, uh, after each show, past two shows, uh, I've gotten. Sick. I haven't vomited, but I've gotten sick. <laughs> and I think it's credited. We, to this. we should stop drinking that. Well, nope. how long has that been in the fridge? This is week three. Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 A lot of, uh, would you say cream-based cream. liqueurs? No, no, it was just one. One nip of coconut cream rum. But, uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't but we, we're, Well, we you're gonna. To, we have we're to, all you know, gonna. Because then we're, we, we're, we're frauds. We gotta, we gotta yeah. stick to it. Yeah, today we're gonna today when I go get in my Jeep we're gonna see if the the private stock bottle's in there because we can't find it <laughs> and then we'll make a, a legitimate private stock tequila based this time Oof. tequila and gin Ugh. <laughs> yep right, I don't do any white liquor <laughs> I don't either but that's what's gonna make it great actually I have brown tequila mm. smells the same <laughs> that's just a modelo enchilada <laughs> you have to chew it yet. Yuck! <laughs> Don't much care for that. Uh, okay. So real quick, yeah. we're in the horn. Uh, everyone's drinking now. Uh, Machine washable has a theme for the show, but we're gonna we're gonna d- dive into that show when his father, the other yeah. special guest, arrives because he's he's coming in hot in the Czech Republic. Coming in hot. <laughs> so Mach has a Czech themed beer list for us, but 
Until he gets here, Kendall and I will be drinking other beers. What if we want to wait for the check beer? Well, well, I'm drinking one now. So. Yeah, but it's not a surprise <laughs> to you. You have them all the time. And I brought so some. Please, home. please, please introduce the Budweiser of Europe to us. This is not the Budweiser of Europe. <laughs> this I have. Uh, I think this one is from uh, Ostrava in Czech. The Ostravar. Okay. Some type of pilsner. Is there more to it than that? This, that's what Can't read is. the can. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's good. What, what, what can you insinuate about it? <laughs> so it was a, a, a an airmail package. <laughs> my my dad um he's in the states right now. For, he's been here the last couple of weeks, so he brings beers and it's great. Yeah. I have a double dipping from previous shows. I have Gbot. Is that the remains of the four pack you bought? It is. It is <laughs> not I, from not from the the. The Riddler, what, 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 do you, what do you call it? Walmart? Walmart, or uh, the Riddler... Uh, Riddler collection. The Riddler collection. It's not a part of the Riddler collection, but it did get collected out of the Riddler's wallet because he purchased it for him. Right. <laughs> so. uh, and I have from Goose Island in Chicago. Uh-huh. Uncle Bob. Yep. Uh, the, the, from their Copper Project series, the Barrel Age Scotch Ale. That's All good. Right. So if you guys, if anyone listen, what the hell's a Scotch Ale? You ever heard of Founders Backwoods Bastard? That's what that is. Yeah. Barrel Age Scotch Ale. Very tasty. I haven't had this one yet, though. You were very excited. You were telling me about that. Very high hopes. Very high hopes. Very high hopes. Bob, I'm drinking coffee? It. I'm drinking coffee right now. Yeah. But there's beer to be had. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we'll get, well, a, we'll get a review. Unfortunately, I don't have anything fancy today. That's fine. We've, we've drank 40s on the show. Um, I don't know if you've seen that blue thermos that we've got, but uh, we're not fancy either. Uh, so, yeah. So Uncle Bob will be giving us a coffee and beer review at the end of this. Um, I'd like to know where the beans are roasted from. Uh, Did you want to do our... Toast of Excellence. Toast of Excellence and then shot? All right. You beat me to the punch. Why would we change it? I don't know. I had the question up. This is like show like what? Like 83 or something like that? We're getting close. I think it's 67. It's either 67 or 68. Might be a little... It could be. That's a look. There's an eight in there somewhere. Um, You got toast? Toast of Excellence? My toast... I mean, he's not here yet, but I'm going to give it to my dad. No, it's going to be sports related. Well, it doesn't. It does. It, it doesn't. It does. My father got married yesterday. I'll let it slide this one time. Here, here. Shout out. But in the dad. future, this isn't getting sports with dads. We've done non-sports toasts. Give me an example. Cole, when he was born. That was Jeff. That's different. It's his it kids. was all of us. <laughs> Jeff wasn't there. It's funny, though. The letters still work. G-S-O-E-D. <laughs> getting sports with, with dads. Dad. <laughs> That's why I said it. I, I know. I like it. Uh, I'm gonna be a homer this week. I'm gonna give it a James Conner. That terrible haircut. It's it's interesting. Kendall, the one week you wear a throwback jersey. I know. That'd be <laughs> interesting. If we end up getting, if the internet connection holds up, we get Facebook Live. Kendall, Kendall's rocking a Houston Oilers worn moon jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very excited. This is the first time I've worn it out. And he found it at Goodwill. No. No. <laughs> Mitchell and Ness. <laughs> Gross. Actually, I think it's NFL shop. Uh, my my uh, toast of excellence goes out to Tom Thibodeau. Head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves. My shout out goes to this. <laughs> is that a Skype call? That's a Skype call, yeah. Skype call? Is it Peter? Could be. I hope it's Kyle. <laughs> this is really throwing the derailing the show here, Reed. Uh, we got Peter. Is Peter on? Oh, he fell. <laughs> Peter just fell down the warehouse stairs. There he is. Hey, Peter, I don't know if you can hear us, but dish is better. 
<laughs> All right, Pete, I got to kill this. Coming to us live from Hurricane Florence. Is he on a sailboat? <laughs> Yo! There it is. <laughs> I can't see you, prick. Well, I can see you. All right, it, it, you sound like you're in a, like a, a jet, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta kill you. Is it bad? It's bad. Are you in a I wind tunnel? Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get the phone going in here. Feedback going now. Oh, you know what? I gotta turn my radio off. So. Yeah, that would help. <laughs> really? Really? Hang on, hang on. <laughs> okay, Pete. Like you've never What's done up, this. <laughs> how are we doing? Good. How are you? Doing good. We're uh, we're here with Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob's here. We're about to do our shot trivia. He, he he's awake. He's awake. <laughs> yeah, I actually woke up, but I'm still drinking coffee instead of beer. For now. Uh, give it give it an hour. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He'll be warmed up by then. Uh, Peter, what are you what drinking? Are you guys... What are you drinking on the job today? <laughs> coffee. Coffee. <laughs> we got to get him some of that private stock. I had a late night. I had a late night at the casino last night. Ah. Did you win big? Yeah, actually, I did. My fucking one of my games that I put in uh, twenty bucks in, within ten minutes, I won fucking four hundred ninety-six free spins. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, right. I ended up getting seven hundred there, and then I fucking um, hit another machine for six hundred. That's why I was fucking late this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he provides the internet for us. <laughs> Yeah, I'm problem. sorry, dude. I fucking ran late. I, I work too much, man. I don't fucking have enough time to go out. And I got out at five yesterday, so fucking Ricky's like, we should go do something. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's go. <laughs> 700 spins later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, holy fuck. It was fucking pretty cool, though. Excellent. Hey, I wanted to uh, just call in and say, uh, what's up, guys? What's up, Uncle Bob? And just wish my uh, 18-year-old a happy birthday and... Uh, Dad doesn't have to give you child support no more. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> now that's a real toast excellence right there. <laughs> yeah, take a toast for that for me. And uh, don't forget this Tuesday and Wednesday the show. And then Friday night we're going to be broadcasting live from uh, Z's Corner Cafe for uh, Heather's birthday party. So come down and check it out. If you can't come down, just come uh, <clears throat> take a listen to it on the radio. Yeah. There we go. We'll, we'll hit that again later on in the show. Absolutely. Yeah, and Uncle Bob's opening up too at nine o'clock. That's right. Story time, Bob. Yeah. All right, fuckers, stay black. Hey. Stay black, <laughs> y'all. And Rebecca says hi. Yeah. Oh, hey, Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> All right, see you later. Later. All right, so uh, gotta love Peter. <laughs> um, where were we? Your oh, toast. my toast was to the uh, Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. For the uh, the Minnesota Timber Bulls, uh, over the the past uh, few years of his coaching, he went out and signed uh, Taj Gibson. He signed uh, Jimmy Butler. Or yeah. Got the trade for Jimmy Butler. Signed Derrick Rose. Yeah. And now they uh, they signed the recently bought out Luol Deng. Yeah. Uh, but so they, now they're just waiting for the Knicks to buy out Joakim Noah. No, they've they, they've already announced they're not going to bring Noah in. That's because he hasn't been bought out yet. <laughs> Let's wait until he's bought out. I'm thinking, yup. 
One hundred percent. Hey, why not? They also, which is also very funny about the the Timberwolves, is that they have four Chicago ex Chicago Bulls in the roster, but they also have three people named Dang. They yeah. have Gordy Dang, Luol Dang, and then some rookie guy like named Dang, like Dang Dang, Dang Dang, <laughs> Dang, Dang yeah, Dang Dang. Uh, Uncle Bob, do you have any sports toast excellence or or non sports related? <clears throat> well, yeah, to the uh, Cubs relief crew. <laughs> they lose their top two uh, closers, and they still closing games. Right, <laughs> Kendall, you should have been. You should have been to uh, the 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 Mets blanking the uh, the Red Sox. The yeah, the, Red the Sox, most yeah. recent entrant to the hundred win club yeah. without Degrom on the mound. Yeah, well, we we could hit for anybody else. So <laughs> they should have traded him. <laughs> I disagree. I know you do, but they should have. Listen, you know, knock on wood, the Mets have played very well down the stretch. If you take if, if June didn't exist, <laughs> we're in the playoff picture. <laughs> but uh, right. unfortunately, it does. June and, was there and yeah. very well. Yeah, I think we won like four games during that month. I think. All right, toast them, drink them. Oh my! Oh my! Oh, save it for the review. <laughs> I have to go down on the break and get the other two. Shit, <laughs> um, we got shot trivia. Then we got some uh, some breaking news to update on, and then uh, we're gonna talk Uncle Bob. Oh. Talking Uncle Bob, Uncle Bob and sports. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So it was uh, Ed Reed's birthday recently. Greatest safety what, to ever play football. Can't remember what day. It By was. far in the AFC North. He's the greatest safety to ever play in the AFC North. I will say that he is probably the greatest. Come on, just say Strong it. safety. <laughs> I think he was, was he played free safety? He played a little bit of both. A little bit of both. I can't remember what his primary position was, but he's pretty darn good. <laughs> his, it, his primary position was dominant. Dominant. It was wherever Ben threw the ball. That's where his main position was. <laughs> I'm going to play right there. All right. So, we're going to see how many interceptions he recorded versus the AFC North. So... For the listeners who don't know, that's the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, keep this in mind, Table. He played Ed, for the Texans. That's right. Ed Reed did play uh, like half a season with Houston. <laughs> so, first the AFC North, how many interceptions did he record? Hmm. Can I get a, can we get, can we get a career breakdown? How long have we played? Is that asking too much? I um. Off the top of my head, I'd have to look. He had to have played what, ten? So he had to. He had to. He had to play north of a decade. Yeah. Uh, against the AFC North, I'm going to say twenty-one. I was thinking twenty-two myself, but yeah. Yeah, say twenty-two because then Ma can't go in the middle. Right. <laughs> I, I was in the teens. I was going to say eighteen. Right. Are you guys ready for this? Yep. 37. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's twenty-eight. Whoa. Wow. Twenty-eight. Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong in my math here. <clears throat> ten with the ba- ten versus the Bengals, twelve versus the Browns, which is his career most, and six versus the Steelers. Do we have twenty eight there? Yep. So he never picked off the Ravens, huh? Never picked out the Ravens. That's sad. I tried to throw you guys off. It wouldn't really do much. Well, yeah, you, you, you would have thrown us off if you didn't say half a season. Oh, well, you get a pick in a half a season. Yeah, but the, what are the chances they played the Ravens in that half a season? Fifty. <laughs> just, just 50 just chances. Just 50. 50. Well, 50 I mean, out of whatever. Six games out of 18, mm-hmm. so it's 33%. True. 
good enough for me. <laughs> uh, so we got to dive into some breaking news. The Cleveland Browns have announced that they are parting ways with Josh Gordon on Monday. Uh, they released a statement saying, you know, we, we have supported Josh on everything that's happened to him and we, you know, we wish him nothing but the best, but you know, as an organization, we feel it's time that we, we, we split ways with him. Uh, there was reports of some hamstring issues, injuries, stuff like that. He um, said that for years, though. He's always had the hamstring bug. I don't, I don't know if it's, you know, th- there's there's things that might not be, you know, like the, I don't think the Browns, the Browns have supported him for so long. It would be kind of unclassy on their side to if there were issues like in the locker room to kind of come out and start like bashing the guy now. Yeah. Like right. you've, you've shown your support for him for so long and mm-hmm. now, you, you know, now that he's not there. So it could be, it could, it could have been that, could have been like locker room issues. I could see egos between him and Landry, you know, because when Gordon's back, he very easily could be a one on any team. Mm-hmm. A healthy, healthy Josh Gordon. We saw flares of it last year. Well, he was held in check week one against the Steelers, but he, he was he also a, on a pitch count. Yeah, yeah. He was out there for a lot of snaps, but I don't think the NFL really has that. They say that oh, we're going to limit his snaps. If a player makes a difference, you don't limit snaps, and if they don't make a difference. You limit snaps. Yeah, and and, don't, and you don't count it calling limited snaps because they suck. Did they hold Mac to that that twenty snap or whatever it was? I I didn't even remember if they uh, did. So they were on pace to, for like the first like two drives, defensive drives. Uh, but you know he just you know went ape shit, and then they were yeah. just like, all right, uh, yeah. So new plan, uh, just hit Until the guy. Until he gets hold. tired, whoever's got the football, yeah, hit that guy. Hit him. And he did. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot. <laughs> Greatest performance. I saw the stat. It was like 1984 or something, something no, like that. No, so Khalil Mack was, not to get off topic, we'll go back to it, but Khalil Mack recorded a sack, forced fumble, fumble recovery, interception, and a touchdown. defensive touchdown, and a pass deflection. Right. All in the, fir- in, in the first half. He's the last player to record a stat in each of those categories since 2016 when Khalil Mack did it against the Panthers, <laughs> right. and nobody's ever done it in a game Before. since sacks have been reco- have been a recorded stat in 1984. Mm-hmm. There we go. It was amazing. The guy's an animal. Yeah. Just think, yeah. though, like, he did that in a game for the Raiders, and he was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. He's like, hold my beer. <laughs> Let me yeah. do that one more I'm going to do it in a half and then lose. <laughs> Tell you what, though. Well, he ran out of gas in the second half. Well, th- I just I, I think what it if was. They were the- handling, one- handling him one-on-one in the second half. I think the I think the offense. We'll, we'll talk about. It. We got We'll get well, to that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get, but we'll, we'll get to that. Anyway, well, a lot of stuff happened though. Yeah, uh, Josh. Gone. But Josh Gordon. Yeah, uh, uh, Josh Gordon is. So they, they said they they're, they announced that they would release him <clears throat> on Monday. I think he's going to get traded. They're they're going to shop trade options if, if people are willing to pay. I think a lot of teams would be. Uh, I guess Josh Gordon just like five minutes ago came out on a report saying, uh, if if the Browns can make it happen. He he desires to be a Cowboy or a 49er. Yeah. So go to the 49ers because he's going to be good wherever he goes. Yeah. See, I don't think he's going to be a good Cowboy because Dak's not a deep ball guy and Josh Gordon's a go up and get him kind of guy. I It'd be think... like having a Des Bryant, Alshon Jeffrey. Like, uh, it's a, Josh Gordon's a red zone and a down the like go down the field and throw it up. I'm yeah. going to go get it. I don't think he'd be a good Cowboy, but I could definitely see him a Cowboy because Jerry Jones loves the second chance. Yeah. New England. Well, New England too, but Jones likes the controversy. <laughs> I think they yeah, cut but Robert Kraft likes black people. Well, see now. <laughs> personally, I, I I I picture Gordon and Garoppolo. <laughs> that's gonna be that would be a hell of a combination. 
He's all right. We keep him on the show. We're pronouncing <laughs> names right. Garapolo. Garapolo's Pizza serving you up a slice of the yeah. beef. Yeah. We burnt the crust this week. But <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, you know, I, I blame the storm down in, uh, uh, I guess it was Miami, that the Titans the Titans game that lasted 18 hours. Yeah. It, it, no running game could be established there. The Titans yeah. game that finished up after the 4 o'clock yeah. games, but right before the Sunday night game? That's the reason I lost. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, Josh Gordon, I, I mean, I think he can make an impact if he can stay healthy. Um, it yeah. just depends on, you know, like I said, we don't, we don't know if there's any in the locker room type stuff, yeah. but it, it's all going to depend on, you know, if, if he in fact goes to a team, you know, if he goes to the, I think he wants to go to a team like the 49ers or the Brown or the, uh, Cowboys or like maybe like Jacksonville because he would be the un, undeniable number one. We got Souls attempting to come in, which he's got a, a five gallon bucket of something. Just bring it in the studio. Just bring it in the studio. Yeah, just put it behind the door. Why wouldn't you text me? <laughs> Souls, Souls, bring it in the studio, bro. <laughs> what did I forget? <laughs> so, but yeah, um, yeah, we had but other stuff. A lot of injuries, a lot of week one injuries, big time things. Carolina Panthers down three of their five starting offensive linemen already to start the season. I'll tell you, uh, Packers fans got a big time scare. Yeah, well, he's still I, he's going to be a game time. I think he's going to play. But even I mean that that was scary. Well, uh, what's his face too? Uh, Kaiser went down. No, Devontae Adams is out. Is he is he out or is he says is he, he said he's uh, doubtful? Yeah, because he has a shoulder injury that he got reaggravated during the, the game against the Bears. Listen, I said uh, it last Keanu week. Neal. Out for the season. Out for the season. Yeah. Joe Mixon. Uh, <laughs> hurt. Well, no, it, lo- it looks like though. It looks like he uh, might only miss one game. Oh, is that what it is? So he he's. I believe he's undergoing surgery today. He's doing the, the orthoscopic same, uh, surgery yeah, today, the same and that, uh, because they already played, he will have. He he. It's a best case scenario. I personally think he'll miss two games. Just yeah. why risk it? Especially because you guys have. Like I think they got to play it out to to the week. If this week, if it, if it comes in this week, if New Orleans beats Cleveland and Kansas City beats Pittsburgh, I think you let them sit out an extra week because now you're two and zero. The Ravens are one and one. The Steelers are one and one and zero and one, and the Browns are one and zero and one. So worst case scenario, he sits out two games. You lose both those games. The, the worst case scenario is you, you're in last place at two and two. Yeah, right. And that's it's not a bad situation. No, not at all. So. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of, a lot of interesting things have been going on, but uh, Uncle Bob's here. Yeah, Souls, you're with us. Mojito, I gave you the nickname for the day. I, I'm back. You're back. Any uh, toast you want to? Yeah, do you have a toast, excellence? Does anything? Does anybody do the toast? Yes, yo, please. No. Look at that. All you. Because no hit, one likes to talk about. Please. He hit five home runs in 24 hours. Mine was for the Timberwolves. <laughs> can you can can you can you have my back that I understand that Thibodeau said that he they're not going to go after. Joakim Noah, but that's only because they haven't bought him out yet. Oh, uh, he'll be there. If the Knicks <laughs> buy him out, he's going there. <laughs> and you want to know what? He's going to have comeback player of the year type of year just to piss Jeff off. That that would be hilarious. Yeah. All right, so we got Uncle Bob here. Yeah. Uncle Bob, much like myself, Chicago fan. Yeah. Bears fan. Bears fan. Uh, he's Cubs a little fan, senile because he's a Cubs fan. fan. Um, <laughs> Bulls fan. Bulls fan. Blackhawks fan? Or did you just yeah. I... I, I if you, if you Hockey, I'm not a huge team. hockey fan, but I do follow the Blackhawks because they've been kind of magic lately, either first or last. It's a good guy. It's <laughs> a good guy. Way better than that bearded fellow that's usually here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Got cheers for things all over the country. 
But, you know, it was interesting. I was on a a page that's Packers and Bears fans, Mm -hmm. and I said at the beginning of the season that, uh, you know, he's got to play. Rodgers has to play the Bears twice this year, twice each, okay? If he survives those four games, he may survive the season. (laughs) Now, we already saw that his first game was against the Bears, and he got injured. Yeah, he still pulled off the magic. Today, he's facing an even better defense in the Vikings. For now. And is he going to survive that game? I don't know. Personally, if I'm the Packers, I'm sitting him. Because I want him to play the rest of the season. The other thing, too, is is he's got to play the Eagles' defense. He's got to play the Rams' defense. Yeah. He's got to play... the Seahawks defense, which still, I mean, even though they're not what they used to be, they still have hard hitters. They play the Saints this year. Yep, they got to play the Saints. Defenses. But they, well, but I mean, they've got players like got, like these are these are teams that have really good pass rush. Yeah, pass yeah. rush front seven type teams. Well, okay. Yeah, the Saints defense is back to normal. Why? Even I don't think so. Points a game. Uh, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick had the game and the who. Oh, what's his nickname? Uh, Ryan Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. See, it, it's it's tough though to to gauge off division games because the, they're they're never played like normal games. No, they you know don't. they're either the super low score or they blow up and. If the Packers had played a team a, a, a non division team that was the exact same caliber talent wise as the Chicago Bears, they probably would have been up 24-12 at the half. But division games are always the Bears exactly. always. They always show up to play the Packers. Yep. The Bears can go 0-16 and, and get shut out in every game, and they'll put up 24 points and hold Green Bay to 20 to 20, to 20 to 30 points when they play Green Bay. They always show up to play Green Bay. Not always the Lions, <laughs> but Green Bay, they show up to play. Well, yeah, but they haven't been terribly successful. They're 17-3 uh, and three in the last 20 games. Yeah. Okay, so. The Packers, I mean, it's you're going to see Rodgers staying in a lot of, like, shotgun – Keep him away from the line, because that leg is still a little wobbly. Now that's it, why I say you sit him this week, because you've got I, I some, agree. one of the best pass rushes in the league coming in after you had a surprise uh, with uh, the Bears. I agree that he he should sit, but it, I mean, he probably the guy's a happy pill, dude, and he'll go. That well. team is so night and day. Who the Packers? When when Rodgers isn't on the field, that team is helpless. They are helpless without him. But when he's on the field, he, they're just like a Super Bowl well, he's contender. One of, it's just he's one of those he's one of those quarterbacks that like like Brady makes his receivers better. Yeah, because yeah. he puts the ball where only one guy can get it, and it's his guy. He's just he he's unbelievable. But um, when he's not on that, t- I mean, they to me, if Rodgers doesn't play a whole season, I mean, we kind of saw it last year. They're horrible. The the defense isn't good. The there's Nothing there offensively. The ridiculous it, thing, yeah. the ridiculous thing about it is they could have gotten Bridgewater. Yeah. Okay, and they didn't. Now this is a team that needs to have a quality backup yeah. quarterback because Rodgers has gone down a lot. Yeah. And they don't have one. I mean. Yeah. I I think Kaiser was a good pickup by them because I, I think he got a bad go of it in Cleveland, but um. I mean, week one kind of proved me wrong there. Well, no. Khalil Mack proved <laughs> yeah. me wrong. But I, I think Kaiser can be a decent backup. But um, 
I mean, Rodgers just got the, what did he get? The, another the problem, four years. The problem yeah. for Kaiser was, you know, he comes in, he takes his first reps as a as a Packer, you know, down trying to put together maybe yeah. some late late first half magic, you know, on a on an offense that wasn't clicking at all. There, there was no offensive momentum at all. But the 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 problem with like a quarterback like like Kaiser, like Russell Wilson's came to the, those mobile quarterbacks, they benefit a lot from you know, shifting one way or another towards the edge of the pocket and then bailing out. And when you go up against, like, the Bears, for example, you have, if, if they're blitzing, if they're sending four guys, you're going to have Goldman and Hicks, two big guys, Coming up in the, the middle, middle with big wingspans that clog up those lanes. And then you have Mack and Floyd on the outside who are ridiculously fast and very good at getting off of a block to break backwards. Exactly. So there's not a lot of places for you to go. Yeah. So, like... I, I, if Kaiser was going up, you know, maybe against, you know, like a decent defense, but not that fast of a defense, he might have had a little bit more magic to, to show in the first the first uh, drive that he had. But So he said Rodgers signed another four years, right? Four he years four on year top extension. of his two years he has left, right? Yeah. So personally, I don't think he plays out that contract. I think he retires, or I I think he gets hurt and can't play anymore. I'm I'm that's where my head is with yeah. him too because he's become awful fragile. It's those collar. I mean, we saw it with Romo. Yeah, I mean, the, they can only break so many times. But I mean, you got to figure like well, once it breaks the first time, it's susceptible. Yeah, especially with the kind of hits that a quarterback takes. We, we look at professional athlete. You hit thirty five. You're old. You're an old man now, but like you're not. You're still a young person. So, I mean, you break your collarbone. He's done it, what, three, four times now? Two, two full two. breaks and a fracture. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you're talking at 35. At, by the time he's 50, he's going to be all just crippled. It's – I don't think he's going to play out that contract. Interesting. I think my, – my thing is, um, for the, for that game, I'm not upset at all. Like, I mean, I was upset as it happened. As, as they lost the game, like, as it was happening. Well, but once it was over, the next day, I wasn't upset that they lost because I, I saw a lot of a lot of things I, I'm, That like, they can build on. Yeah, yeah. and and for Unless, me, me the, 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 they lost the game not because the defense got gassed, because they just, they don't let Trubisky throw the ball down the field. The first two drives, he was hitting, he hit Robinson on a beautiful over-the-shoulder pass yeah. towards the sideline. Yeah. He hit Gabriel. He got burned the ball a couple times. He was showing a cannon, you know, type thing, uh, tight window squeeze to Cohen. He hit Howard. Out, like he was hitting multiple targets, but after but they the went conservative drives, they in the just, second yeah. half. Yeah. Yeah. There's one play to six. It was third and one, and I know it wasn't necessarily the first option, but it was a somewhat of a kind of rollout screen type of thing. Have an offensive lineman or two roll out with the running back and block, get Trubisky out of the pocket, but not to run. You know, give the illusion. Yeah. Gabriel went downfield. Robinson went downfield. Ran their routes or whatever, and then. They turned around and tried to run a bootleg to Sims, who broke off the block and ran just a drag route back across line of scrimmage. And it, it was third and one. And I think it was like the first drive of the second half. Yeah. And it's like, that's the type of stuff. You're up 20 to nothing, 20 to three, whatever the score was. Conservative. Run the ball in. Run the ball. One yard. You have a down downfield field. power horse back. Punch it through that line. Um, one thing I, I took away from week one with the Bears – they they were using Howard in more passing situations, and he, he was, was catching. Yeah, he was catching more and out of the backfield, the which is good. If, he, that can, was if he can become a a, a, a viable threat, threat out of yeah, the exactly. backfield, defenses are going to have a very hard time figuring out what to do. Well, they're going to have to watch him now. I think he was targeted six times and had yeah. five receptions. But the okay, I mean that's the like flip side of it is 
that is on paper going to be a very mean offense with the amount of weapons that they, because Robinson has proven what he can do. Gabriel's very fast. Burton's big bodied and can run routes. Cohen and Howard have speed and can come out of the backfield. But until they, the offensive coordination and head coach decide to put that trust into Trubisky and let him go out and continuously throw down the field, teams are just going to keep loading up the box and blitzing him and making him to keep doing dump offs. Because I when agree. They, it, they're they're a, they're a one dimensional team right now. And the, and the thing about it is, the guy's got the mobility, so that if the pocket breaks down, he can roll out and still throw the ball a million yeah. miles. It's and that's why the Bears' defense had so much success, and why they'll continue to have success because they're a very multi dimensional defense. I mean, you could very easily just send Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack, and Akeem Hicks at the quarterback, and drop other people into a zone man hybrid. And those three people are still going to get pressure on the quarterback. One of them, one of them's going to get a one-on-one, and yeah. all three of them will make that one-on-one pass. So what happens with Rokan's first play? Yeah, comes in, gets a sack, a sack yeah. right? Yeah. Now the other thing, and that's what, what drove me crazy about that game is Nick Kwiatkowski. Yeah, looked like he was lost out there. I mean, he was he was not in the game. Now he was better than that last year, but this year he just seems lost. And I, I don't know why he got the bulk of the playing time in the, in the middle. So I think the my, – my guess is – so they, they talked about doing a, a split snap count kind of thing between Mac and Smith. Yeah. yeah. Give them both equal time but not give them the full thing. Let them, let them get in – because Roquan Smith came in very late too because of this holdout right. for the, the uh, helmet rules and all right. that stuff. So I think that was their game plan going in because I think that what they, what they really want to do is, is I think they want – I think they know what they can get out of Roquan Smith in terms of coverage. Yeah. Both man and zone. I think they want to they they want him to learn the the blitzes a little bit more cuz the Bears have a tendency to throw in like a little bit different type of blitz. Yeah. You know, they, they well, go in and <coughs> the Bears have been known to to do type of thing where like a Khalil Mack for example, like Khalil Mack might have the meanest swim move in the NFL. Don't use your swim move on this play. We want you to go in and we want we want you to do the down and under on on the weak side. That's what we want both ends to do to come in and collapse, and then let you know it, it, it knocks everybody off balance and it gets the defensive mm. pressure through the middle. Like they, they design plays like that. We don't care what your strong move is; do this move. And then, so I, I think for Roquan Smith, I think that they just once Khalil Mack kind of took off, I think it was just like, okay, this is the Khalil Mack show. We yeah. Roquan next week. So that, that's the thing. I, I hope the Bears see what they have in their. De- they don't need to really. Focus on developing the defense. Like the defense already looks good. You have Mac in there now. You have Smith. Now you got to focus on Trubisky and and groom him and get him that and teaching Kyle Fuller how to catch a football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would have helped. Yeah, but I, I really it. like you know the the defense. The defense to me is there. I play too. They're throwing the football, even <laughs> I, though even though it stayed. In yeah, the, I think it's because it stayed in the field of play. Yeah, like he didn't throw it to a sideline or like in the crowd or anything like that because he just flipped it up. But, it, I mean, it very easily could be a delay of game penalty. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't flag yeah. him for it. Ugh. I do. I, I hope they now take the time and develop Trubisky. Um, let him well, lose. Let him lose. Know, I don't know if it's developing Trubisky so much as developing a, a total offense. The offense. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I was screaming watching the game because the second half, you could tell they went conservative. Very conservative. Okay, now this is, I mean. When you've got an offense that's clicking like they did in the first half, why are you going defensive? Why are you going conservative? Run it up. 
This is this on top of that. You're playing your right, bitter rival who has whipped your ass sixteen. On the road. Uh, yeah. On the road. And and they, and they've whipped your ass sixteen times out of the last uh, nineteen games. Why aren't you killing them? And they didn't do it. I mean, I was so frustrated. Nagy was the coordinator for Kansas City, right? Yeah. There's your reason. Kansas City did that all last season. Yeah, I know. They, they would blow up on offense and then lose games because they went away Sat from everything and, yeah. and went super conservative. That's that Andy Reid influence. Doug Peterson's not like that, though. Still going to be one of the greatest head coaches of all time. Who's that? Andy Reid. Andy, well, oh, yeah. he's a great coach. Yeah. He's a great but he, There's that's no like, argument there. He's but known yes, for that. He's been known for that. But his... I mean, we saw it... Uh, Last year, Kareem Hunt, I mean, was the, the talk of the NFL for rookie running backs. And the second half of the season, he was almost non-existent because well, they but, stopped giving it, him the ball. Two years ago, when they had, what's his name, uh, Smith? Uh, Alex, at the, Alex Smith at the quarterback. Yeah. And the first six games of the season, he's throwing the ball downfield, eating everybody alive. Yeah. All of a sudden, they, they, went, they went 15 yards and nothing longer. Yeah. I mean, what the hell's going on there? Called the Chad Pennington playbook. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you say Chad Phil Pennington. Sims too. <laughs> I don't know if you watched the uh, the Jets game last Monday night at all, but they were talking about Sam Darnold before the game, and they're hoping that he's not another quarterback bust. And they were talking about Pennington being a quarterback bust for the Jets. Uh, Wait, who, who said that? I they, didn't. They hear had that. it. They had it. Um, they were doing like a whole thing. They had a whole list of quarterback names. Well, I and, think it, I don't think it was their bust. I think they were talking about rookie quarterbacks. That were Jets. that were busts. They said that that were not that good. turned into busts. Yeah, yeah, but what they what they don't recognize is the fact that the Jets tore their teams down once they got a decent quarterback. They got they let all their receivers go. They've done this three times now. Three times they've they, done this. They had, they had Pennington and they had Mark Sanchez on there, which right. I think is kind of ridiculous. He brought them to two championship games. Yeah, so Mark Sanchez wasn't a bust as a as a Jet. He was a bust as everything else. <laughs> he, I think Sanchez could have been dominant in the NFL. If he didn't have Rex Ryan as his coach, but no, 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 it wasn't just Rex Ryan. It was the general manager there. They they left they him let, out there to dry. They they let the, the three in one season. They let their three top receivers yeah. walk. Okay, and, and it was like, and that's all of a sudden now all you got Sanchez remembered for is the butt fumble. Yeah. Okay, but this was a guy who took them to the championship twice. games Trubisky twice. Butt fumbled on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Not the same way, but he 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 was he had the ball in his hand. And yeah, and he he, he ran into a lineman. He yeah. had it down, and the offensive lineman backed into him, and, and the butt <laughs> hit, hit his hand, and the ball the, dropped. The Sanchez one is just so perfect. It's almost like it was scripted. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's that was on Thanksgiving, right? It was a Thursday. I think, I think it, was so. it was a Thursday game. Yeah, it was so perfect. But I mean, that's it's a shame that that's what he's remembered for because his first two seasons, rookie and and his sophomore season, he yeah. took them to the playoffs, deep into the playoffs, championship games. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, Rex Ryan, I think, was just the worst combo for him because he was just a defense only. Half the time, he wasn't even watching the offense play. If if he had a some type of quarterback, co- anything, I think Sanchez no, would have been really good. No, no, you got to understand something. Okay, it wasn't that. It wasn't Ryan. He let his offensive coordinator control things. In the first two seasons, they had the players to make it happen, yeah. and Sanchez took them where they needed to go. The general manager, now who's, thank God, gone, but he just let – he wouldn't spend any money. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm trying to remember the coordinator. We made it like, maybe like a Marty Morningway was there. Morningway? Yeah. 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 
And I, where is he? Is he in Baltimore now? Is, Something like that. Well, he was in Baltimore last year. And you kind of look at that offense is kind of sputtering as well. I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying, Bob. But I, I definitely feel that, you know, Ryan being kind of that defensive mind, you know. It, it was just, to me, I think it was just bad timing for him. If he had the uh, coaching staff to develop him and let him go and keep, you know, keep the talent around him, I think Sanchez could have been like a dominant quarterback. But yeah. they they didn't take care of him, and then he's now he's just floating around and. One of those the teams they lost in the, the it was the Steelers and Patriots. who was it in Patriots, so it's like it's stuff you, you get through did, and then. Did he beat the Patriots in the playoffs one of those years? Yes, yes. the first year, right? Yeah, yeah the first year. The he beat the Patriots yep. and then lost the Steelers. Yeah. and yeah. then he lost, and then the Steelers lost to, to the, the Patriots. Patriots. No, to, then to the, the, the next year the Steelers lost to the Patriots, and then he lost to the Patriots. No, that was Green Bay. It was twenty ten. Pretty sure it was yeah, because yeah, I remember when he was in the AFC Championship game was when you guys lost to the Packers. Right. Of course, you beat somebody. To no, get I'm there. just thinking to myself. Nah, Steelers Super Bowl, <laughs> AFC games canceled. I'm trying to think of who we beat when we play the Cardinals. All the NFC games, we're gonna play two minute quarters, round robin, to, single elimination. To beat the Cardinals, I think we beat the Ravens because I think it was that Palomalo interception that he returned for a touchdown. I think. Second best safety in AFC North history. <laughs> we talked about the first one already. Kendall's toast excellence was Ed Reed. It was not Ed Reed. It was my trivia question. He, like he said he was the best. And he had the best hair. Okay. One, <laughs> two. <laughs> Palo <Mau. Yeah. laughs> how many? How many picks do you think uh, uh, Ed Reed had against the AFC North? 20. Damn, I still lost. Still lost. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the first time? 28, oh, 28. We gotta finish that today. I don't want to have that again. Oh my god, <laughs> it's heavy. It's heavy. Uncle Bob, you tried this? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm still drinking coffee. I think you should try this. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna try it. God, we want him to come back. It's come not on. the stuff inside that's gonna deter you. It's the herpes on the lid that's gonna bring back. <laughs> I smell it every time I just. Um, Any other uh, week one surprise? Yeah, Delaney Walker going down. What? Walker Any other week one through. surprises? Fitzmagic. That's probably oh, yeah. the biggest That's... week one surprise. Is it, though? It is, Kyle. It's his turn to be good this year. Kyle, listen, he's throwing five interceptions this week. No, he's not. Who are they playing? No, because he's traditionally not like he's not like a game-to-game receiver. He either goes off for like a good stretch or just sucks. Sucks, yeah. <laughs> this is his year to be good. I said that last week. He right, did, but listen. he also said Andrew Luck was going to win that game, so. Uh, he should have. He should have. <laughs> Frank Reich is stupid. He had all the praise from last week. Yeah. Frank Reich, he's <laughs> good coach. But... <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> first time. First time. First game. Well, no no rookie coach won this past week, right? Oh, and eight. Oh, and eight. Hugh <laughs> yep. Jackson's still winless. I yeah. tell you what, though. Shout out Browns. Best, best start since 04. Yeah. Only team in the NFL that can snap a 16-game losing streak by not winning. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and of course, it'll be Pittsburgh. We talked about it, but I, I want to know your take on it. Why do you think they're cutting Gordon? Well, I honestly saw that he got hurt doing a photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the headline. I didn't read it. I was like, he got dumb. hurt doing a photo shoot and, and said he got hurt playing, and that didn't happen. So they're kind of pissed off at him for that. So where does he go? Uh, the two names, the two teams I saw. No, where was, do where do you think? I think it goes to Dallas. They need a receiver, and 
Cowboys just suck, so why not? And they have a lot of problems there anyway, so it's right. <laughs> <That's now. laughs> yeah, well, uh, it basically summed up what we said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I still think he's going to end up in San Francisco. Yeah, right? that'd be cool. That's my guess. If he goes to New England, he's going to be the best receiver this season. Frisco has some money that they can spend, and uh, yeah, they really to need to get another to target. Kyle wants him in Pittsburgh so bad. He'd be a good penguin. <laughs> <laughs> He would be Get like, him on the ice. It would be beautiful if he went there. What position do you think he's going to play? Center. Oh. He's going to take over Sidney Crosby's spot. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see where your loyalties lie. <laughs> Bring what? Gordon, cut Crosby. <laughs> Crosby signs with the Browns. <laughs> Should be a wide receiver. Nope. Left tackle. Oh. Left tackle at 6'1", 201. <laughs> Remember those... Uh, LeBron commercials when he's playing for the Browns. I don't know if it was Gatorade or Nike, yeah. whatever it was. Probably huh? Sprite. Sprite, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed those. It's good soda. <laughs> Sprite's a good soda. No comment? Kyle? Kyle, no comment? We're not going to talk about Sprite. It's the real citrus soda. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it goes Sprite, Mellow Yellow, Surge, Mountain Dew Ice, Mountain Dew Cup okay. Red. <laughs> you can get out. <laughs> no. Mountain Dew was... Ice was the most terrible thing I've ever drank in my entire life. That can't be true. You it's, just drank that private stack. That's better than my. <laughs> I, I, I'm, on, I'm on Kyle's side on this one. <laughs> uh, it was terrible. So we uh, start to uh, we're going we're going to break in a little bit. Let's uh, but before we do, let's talk uh, Thursday night football. Bengals Ravens. AJ Green. Bengals are two and zero. Cincinnati does the, uh, the what we talked about with the Bears. They come out and you know put up 28 monster points, and then just pretty much don't do anything for the rest of the game. Almost blew it. Yeah, A.J. <laughs> Green on track to put up 95 touchdowns in a single game. Finishes with what he started with. Um, <laughs> two minutes into the second quarter, A.J. Green catches his third touchdown. Here we are wrapping up here in Cincinnati. A.J. Green, three touchdowns, hasn't caught the ball in 20 minutes. You know, I, I hate when the announcers do stuff like because, like, you know, A.J. Green had a monster first half. But like, well, he didn't really do anything in the second half. He already had three touchdowns. Like, what else do you want him to do? Break that hundred yards. <laughs> but I, mean, I hate when fantasy whore. <laughs> I might be getting a jigger. From who, Patrick? Oh, uh, we got to call Pat. <laughs> he needs a running back. That's really successful. Well, but, oh, go ahead. Well, did you watch the game? I did. I did. Do you have anything? And Bob, did you watch the game? No. I'm. Thursday, you're talking about the Thursday game? Yeah. The only game I watch are the Bears games. Yeah. Kind of watches every game he can get his hands I'm on. a slave to the NFL. Uh, see, uh, I can stay awake for Cubs games watching on television. I can stay awake for Bears games. I watch any other game. Bulls, too. But any other sport, I mean, I don't care. I, I fall asleep. They bore <laughs> me, okay, because I'm not interested in anybody else. And truthfully, bore, sports has gotten boring. It takes too long to play a game. Even basketball takes too long to play a game yeah. on television. Okay? I mean, it's like, in my opinion, we should be doing what soccer does. Okay? Football should be a continuous running clock. Make it 90 minutes instead of an hour. A continuous clock. Okay? Run your commercials picture in picture or banners across the bottom. That's what they do in soccer in Europe. Yeah, well, okay. I, it's interesting because I, I don't know the, the numbers off the top of my head, but the, the ball is only in motion for... X amount of time during like, the entire it's game. Like eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting. It's ridiculous. Point. Yeah. Okay. And baseball. Come on. I used when I was a kid. I'm talking like uh, eight nine years old. 
every 4th of July. I thought it was just eight, nine years ago. <laughs> when I was eight or nine years old, which means it's back in the mid-50s. Okay. Uh, every year on the 4th of July, the Yankees and Red Sox played a doubleheader. And it took five hours to play a doubleheader. Today, it takes five hours for the Yankees and Red Sox to play one game. Yeah. I mean, what something needs to happen. They need a 10-second pitch clock, for crying out loud, as far as I'm concerned. I don't like that. Kyle, shut up. I'm, why? You, you don't like wanna... the pitch clock? No, Kyle, it's because you're sore from pitching Little League. First of all, I don't care about that. I care about the pitch clock. He hit another he kid. He, get up to, he, gets up to, he, he gets up today. He's like, oh, my ass is killing me. Kyle, you, why? He hit another kid. <laughs> Once. And he started from yesterday. Anyways, I think the pitch clock is just going to ruin the game. Why, though? Because it's going to make the pitchers rush, and they're not going to be able to throw strikes. Wait a second. Kyle. Kyle. Games back in the 50s and 60s, when the pitchers would pitch 30 to 40 games a year and go eight to nine innings on average, they were taking two hours. They also weren't throwing as hard as they were there now. I'm not. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it. Only needs. They don't need all this time to walk around the freaking mound and batters getting out of the batter's box to adjust their goddamn gloves and, and crotch. Stay well, they, in the box. If they're doing a pitch count, I mean, if they're doing, a, if they're timing the pitchers and the batters taking forever, that's going against the pitch clock. Well, no, no. They they can call if they do it right. If the batter delays the game, he gets a strike. Okay. That, and if the pitcher delays the game, the batter gets a ball. They won't do it like that. Well, that's and they won't, and they're going to kill the game. I think putting a pitch clock will kill it. I mean, they they got to hurry it up. They got to hurry it up because it, it is. I mean, you got to block out an, an entire afternoon to watch one baseball one game. game. Well, that's your choice. But but it shouldn't be that way, Kyle. I mean, it, it should be. Why? Because, one, are you going to sit there and watch 162 Yankee games if there was a pitch clock? Kyle, I won't watch 162 okay. Yankee games. So, <laughs> the average fan will probably watch about half the season. Okay. Okay. And if they're doing that, they're enjoying the three hours they get at night just watching. But it's not three hours. The most games it's closer to three, three and a half. Not, not anymore. Most games are two and a half to three hours. No, they're I, not. I've watched plenty of games, but they end at 930. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of games that I watch. You, it could be A's, Astros. The average game this season is Brewers running three hours and, and fifteen minutes. Padres. The average game this season is running three hours and fifteen minutes. Okay, this that's is not terrible at all. Ridiculous. Let but me. It's, it's different for fans, though. Like you're as as a fan of a team, because that's that's where I think that's where you're arguing versus like what Uncle Bob's arguing. Like I see both sides. Like I'll sit down and I'll watch a White Sox game that's going to last three and a half hours because it's the White Sox. Right. But like you could have Chris Sale going up to have say uh, uh, this game if he gets double digit strikeouts, like when he was with the White Sox. If he gets the double digit strikeouts this game, he breaks Pedro's record. And then you know on the flip side of it, they're playing the Yankees, who Judge is going to break the record for you know most consecutive games with a home run. That that's a huge game to watch. But I'm not going to watch it, no matter how important it is, because it's going to last me three and a half hours, and I don't care about either team. I would invest my time into other baseball teams as a as a non-fan of them if the games didn't take forever. Same thing with, like, football. Like, there's like, – I'm not going to sit down – like, Kendall's a slave, like you said, he's a slave to the NFL. But if the Patriots are 15-0 and 0 and they're going up against the, the 0-15 Browns in Week 16, I'm not, I'm not spending three hours of my time watching that game. 
I'm just not going to do it. If it was a compelling matchup. Closer to three and a half hours. And I, it'd be more compelling, but it's like the same thing with basketball, too. I mean, really, the only the only sport that can keep my attention when it's not my favorite team is hockey because it's so fast-paced. And for me, I can watch any baseball game. That's the truth. I can sit down and watch the Brewers Padres. I can do well, it. <laughs> I can do. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I'll but, be asleep but, by the end of the first inning. But the general market can't do that. That's I, the that's the problem with with, with mostly with baseball, but all real realistically, all three of the, the top three sports in, in America. Because hockey, hockey doesn't, well, hockey doesn't do TV timeouts. Hockey, not, the refs not going to stop play and pick up the puck because they need to go to a commercial break. If they have twelve minutes of, if they have twelve minutes of play without a penalty, a goal, or any sort of stoppage, it's twelve minutes and then they go to a commercial. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not, the, the refs not going to be like, all right, timeout, timeout. Rogaine's got a thing they need to do. Yeah. Let's figure this out. Well, but I, like, and that's soccer's doing the the uh, MSL's doing the same thing. It's continuous. They they're on the game the whole time, and they're running banners across the bottom, right? And in picture in picture. Yeah, I, I think to they're, Bob's point, there could definitely be a change in football, especially in how advertising is done. And I think there could be a way in baseball to find maybe maybe not ten seconds, but I think there could be some sort of pitch count where the pitcher is not rushing his pitches, and there's not you know I I, I watch you know players like we he'll adjust his gloves three times before he gets oh, back. Omar was the worst. Yeah, like, Nomar was the worst. Garcia Parr, yeah. <laughs> Him and Chuck Nublock. <laughs> I think it can be established. And I, I agree with you, Kyle, that you know, they are throwing harder now, but it's, it's, it's an ever-changing game. The game's got to speed up a little bit. I mean, it, I'm not saying it's got to be, you know, under two hours for not, but they, just to move it along. But, you know, you don't want to feel like you're, you're waiting around for each pitch. It, it, it's just... I don't know. At least give the illusion that things are constant. You know, I mean, I you got to realize I, when I lived in Chicago, I used I was still playing slow pitch uh, softball, and you had because of so many teams in the leagues, you had one hours to play the game. That's how it is and now. You do, still, and yeah. we averaged getting in seven innings a game in an hour. Yeah, it's it's still. So that why way. can't the why can't professional baseball play? Nine innings in two hours. Give me a fucking break. The games are way different than softball. Plus errors. At least from the softball games I watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time for break. <laughs> no, we, we, let's, go, let's go over the error count from, from the uh, Russo's Hardwood Floor slash Riverhead Irrigation. I gotta make sure my dad's Actually, not downstairs. Actually, we're going to do this. Riverhead doesn't make a lot of errors except Albert. That was today. Oh, there you go. Call him out. Yeah, he, he deserves it today. He's, he's not listening. Why'd you lose? Yeah, we were, we were only down by one, and then all of a sudden they hit five balls to left field, and it went no, and it, then it went south. <laughs> all right, well, we're gonna go to break. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk uh, some of uh, Uncle Bob's Chicago sports fans' experience. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk. Uh, Mock Senior will be here. We, uh, he can talk some Giants. He's a Giants fan. <laughs> maybe maybe have some more stories and stuff like that. Um, and then in the second hour, we're gonna do uh, uh, if Uncle Bob and and Mock Senior wish to wish to chime in, we'll do our. Uh, our, our weekly round the horn on uh, the NFL matchups predictions with uh, prediction scores and all that stuff. So uh, we'll be back shortly. Uh, make sure to stay tuned in. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by assholes everywhere. 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 New one. We got, we got Hanging one. from the ceiling. Um, so yeah, we're, we're back here. Uh, live hour two, if you're just tuning in. Uh, remember, for future shows, we are now live from 10 to 1. 10 to not 1. Not just 11 to 1. Uh, more content, more bullshit, more booze. Um... <laughs> 
So, yeah, uh, we're here with some special guests. We still have Uncle Bob here. Hey! And we are now joined by Mock Senior. Thank you. There we go. Nice to be here. Congratulations. Thank yeah. You. On your most recent ceremony. Yesterday. Hmm. <laughs> it was fun. a good time. Very exciting. And you're here. He's nice and small. <laughs> Perfect. So, what's, what's the bride's name? Magda. Magda Mock? It will be. Magda Mock. Once we change the paperwork. That's awesome. That's a good <laughs> name. But in, in Czech, it's Makova. You got to put an Ova on the end of everything. Okay. See, I'm a big fan of like like the the names like where they just like they sound like awesome because so Kyle's Cup. cousin Samantha like she she made the joke the other day that I should take her last name if we ever got married, and I said if my name that would be Paul Kalani I sound like I'm running for a governor position. <laughs> like I'm Paul Kalani and I approve this Vote message. For me. Yeah. yeah. I sound like I'm running for. A, so I will I'm all raise your it. taxes. Yeah, 100%. And put, I'm not, not going to, like, screw you guys. I'm going to take it. I'm going to tell you that. You, I'm going to you raise your taxes, phone. and I'm going to use it to buy myself otter fur coats. There you go. I'm going to be... Well, like, so you don't oh, ever yeah, really but, want to get elected. Exactly. But like, why don't like, you use otters? <laughs> huh? Don't you like well, otters? I love otters. <laughs> so you just want to kill a bunch of them and wear their skin? No, 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 no. no. I want to take the ones that naturally die. Find a wash of my damn. There's a good start, one right there. <laughs> so we got a we got a lot of stuff to cover in this hour, um, including a uh, Czech beer uh, tasting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Moxine uh, in, a, in a few seconds is going to give us the uh, the rundown on the beer supplied by Moxinger from the Czech Republic, the homeland. Delivered fresh. Here we go. See, I can't read the can, but uh, gold can. Yeah, green can. can. Gold and green. Start up ramen. This stuff is probably older than the United States of America. No. <laughs> a little closer. Oh, I'm bringing a mic in a little bit. You can, you can pull it towards you. By the arm so there. So you can lean back. Is that better? Better. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this beer started in 1869. So, so it's obviously they know what they're doing. <laughs> so, uh, Yingling has been around longer than that. Yingling. Yeah. Yingling is... Mm. On the can here somewhere. It's also the same time all the yingling that you drink was brewed. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Paul's a yingling hater. What when was it? Was it eighteen seventy four? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It's not on the can. But uh doesn't matter. Still pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> it's been around. Yeah. I can't read it though. If Peter was here, he'd make some joke about like, oh, it was the same time Uncle Bob was born. Eighteen twenty nine. Wow. We're coming up on 200 years. I just years. heard of it last year. <laughs> what do you think they're going to do what? for 200 years? Shut down. <laughs> Yingling they're IPA. Start making something with peach, peach flavor, orange oh, yeah. flavor. Yingling like, won't. Even that's, they make even an IPA. They the make all kinds of craft beer now. No, uh, well, but I think Yingling, is, no, they've got, they, this is their core. That's the, all they've yeah. ever offered. They don't bring out new stuff. They just the do what they do good. Their black and tan is absolutely delicious. Yeah, I and like it's the a black blend of, It's the only one I can drink from it's England. A, it's a blend of porter and pilsner. Yeah. It's almost like a Mississippi mud. Oh. God, why well, are you making you that drink? expression? I have no, no idea what that is. What's your go-to beer? What, for like like mass consumption? Just if you, have, if you have a choice in front of you, what would you pick? Guinness. Guinness. I like dark beers. Guinness is like the best. Oh, so dark, if I'm, if I'm going to drink a beer that's not that's see-through, it's usually like, like I like, like this, like this, like scotch ales. I like something that's just a little bit more body. So you're not it, a cheap date then. No, I can drink Miller High Life. <laughs> if I need to, if I need to well, crush, if I can, if I need to crush a beer, I can do it. I can do a ten dollar eighteen pack. Well, you know, but now... you can bet your ass all eighteen are going down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same, but that's why, like, like for me, like Miller High Life was like it was the perfect college beer for Kendall and I. 
because it was when, it was on, well, it was on sale. It would go on sale every other month, eight dollars for an eighteen pack. So we would stock up the, the, the cabinet. Yeah. All that we would right at the end of the month, we'd eat all the food we had. So hey, and then we would take the grocery money when it went on sale and fill up the pantry with beer. So, mm-hmm. so you made the joke that Peter would have made a comment about Bob's age, and he wrote that Bob was born before beer. <laughs> 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 Peter, the crooked one, the crooked finger is in the air. Um, yeah, the first one. Oh, yeah, how, how'd you say it there? Pop. Staropramen. There you go. Go ahead, Kyle. I don't even know what you just said. Very weedy. Big fan. It's good stuff. Yeah, better than the G-Bot. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the beer, Kyle. Give it back. It's almost gone. It oh. just tastes flat, man. Give me $40. <laughs> Give me $40. Do <laughs> you accept credit? So we're going to continue to do the, the tasting as we go. Yeah. yeah. Got to get through. We'll get through these this hour. Um, we also have to do uh, – so we changed up the rules uh, from when we did the live draft for our fantasy football thing for the Getting Coach with Drunk. It was due because when Jeff did his draft, he's the injured guy. That's what he does. It wasn't made aware that Carson Wentz might be out till week seven. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Rodgers might not play today. So Jeff was stuck with one quarterback in a two-quarterback league, so he picked up Patrick Mahomes. So we're just going to do one pick every Sunday. I'm going to go in after the picks are made, put them in the rosters. You can play them today. Obviously, if they play Thursday of that week, you're shit out of luck, so <laughs> deal with it. But um, we're going to do one uh, after every week until uh, after, right after week five. That's what we're going to do. So we're going to get to that at some point, make it quick. You guys can kind of like do your homework in your heads, whatever you want, type of thing. Rebecca specifically, yeah. Please find a name. I don't want to take an hour while you decide. <laughs> um, Make a list. <laughs> just think of somebody that's not going to be drafted at all by anybody else. Just pick them. Um, and then uh, something else we we're going to talk about. I don't know what it was. Well, we're going to talk Bob and Mock Senior sports stuff. Yeah, sports they like, what they like, all kinds of stuff. Let's lead off with that. New York Giant shirt. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Whole life. Whole life, yeah. Is that where you get it from? When uh, yeah, yeah he was... Can we start calling you Mock Junior? No, <laughs> Mock Sheen Washable. Ah, even worse. Kevin Nash. <laughs> oh God, uh, you're getting MJ. worse. When I was a MJ. kid, when I was a kid, I didn't even know what football was or baseball. So, being living in Brantford, it was New York Jets or New York Giants. I like blue, so I just picked the Giants. And a few years after I started liking them, I Sims. Yeah. They won, and then it was easy to be a fan, and then it was a bunch of lean years. <laughs> and then when the kids started getting into it, and Eli and all that, and they, you know, when they were young and they were picking and choosing whatever, the Giants continued winning, so it was easy for them to become fans too, and now it's in their blood. It would be tough oh, if one the of them Giants were kind of bad when I really started watching football. <laughs> it was like Eli's first year. Yeah. They were terrible. Yeah, but you watched them oh, grow boy. into what it, yeah. what it was, and it was fun to watch it all happen. It was bad. That's when you started. That was I always like watched it, but that was when I really got into it, dialed in. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then the Yankees, that was easy too because they were just Jeter, well, Jeter, Jeter, and it was easy to watch him play. Yeah. You started as a Mets fan. Yeah. Because I didn't <laughs> and know made what the wise was. decision. And my girlfriend at the time, her father took me to a Mets game, and I said, "All right, so I'll be a Mets fan." That but... guy tried to ruin your life. And then, um, Kendall's just quietly fuming. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I'm an American. I gotta like baseball." And that was the year the Yankees lost the divisional series to the Red Sox, um, or they lost the World Series to the Braves, I think. Oh, okay. Nice. In the last 
last at bat or something. The guy snuck home or something like that. 96. So I was like, all right, next year I'm rooting for the Yankees so that they win it all. And that's how I started being a Yankee fan. So I'm all New York. Rangers, Giants. Rangers. Rangers. <coughs> Knicks. <laughs> By default. You don't have to advertise that one. We won't. Jeff's no. a Knicks fan. We, we let it slide. <laughs> Everyone's got one bad team. Mine's the White Sox. Jeff's well, the Knicks. Well, it's usually Mets, Nets, Jets, Islanders because it's almost like the same colors. Yeah. You know, and that's the second second class teams in New York. That's the working class. And all the white collar teams are the, the ones I got. <laughs> Kyle's was the Phillies. Because nobody can really afford the good seats in Giant Stadium or Rangers tickets unless you yeah. have. Yeah, bad seats in Giant Stadium are. 300. I looked. I wanted to go to the Jacksonville game when I. We better save up the... for December 2nd, Mock. We can find them cheaper. Yeah, we got a. You got a guy? I'll get you the tickets. Bears, Giants. Oh, <laughs> Kyle said he's buying them, so. <laughs> Actually, I might have a guy. A guy I work with, his grandfather buys uh, sets of uh, six seats, season tickets. Mm hmm. And he only goes to two games. He t- it goes, it's him and his wife. A lot wife. of people do that. They yeah, buy him. season tickets, then sell them off. They make yeah. money on it. It's him and his wife. He takes, and then the two, the guy I work with and his brother, and then they each get a plus one. And then they sell out the rest of them. So usually one of the sons each buys a set of six from his grandfather so that they can take their friends. Mm-hmm. So he was, he said that he would be interested in that game. So if he if he gets that game, he'll let me know, and then we, we can buy the tickets from him. That'd be good cool. seats? Pretty good seats. I think it's... Row, I think you said it was like row 34 on the 40 yard line. Oh, that's not bad that's at all. Seat geek, baby. Although I tell you, like, nope, Giant working Stadium, with people, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Giant Wedding Stadium twice, or MetLife, and like the first time we went, that was when we all went, and we, uh, Mercer and I sat lower. And it was really cool to be that close, but uh, I like sitting up top for football. I mean, we've done it in Pittsburgh. Well, you can see the whole thing at you one time. You can see the whole play develop, and yeah. you don't get to see that on TV. Let me tell I, you was, something. I was still watching the Dumbo Jumbotron anyway. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Football, yeah, but try sitting like down in the first five or six rows for a hockey game. I've done it. It's or very a difficult. Game. Yeah, at least for football, it's like, oh, wow. And it's like, okay, let me adjust my head and everything. All right, next play. Hockey, you're just like, <laughs> hey, don't, you're all over the place. Don't laugh, but I have uh, opening night for Sound Tigers tickets if you guys want them. When, when is it? Uh, October 15th, 16th. Nah, we're busy. Got a game. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had a baseball that's game. A, uh, the, that's the hockey team, right? In Bridgeport? Yeah. yeah. It's either oh, choice. Sound Saturday, yeah, yeah, Saturday or Sunday. I got that's a, a pair if you guys want it. Farm team. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball game that day. Wow. And Bob, we mentioned before you're a Chicago fan. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to realize something, okay? I moved to Chicago hey, in, in 85. Mm-hmm. I had been on the Giants waiting list for season tickets for 10 years. The year I moved, in 85, I get a letter in the mail saying I could have tickets. <laughs> okay. Now, what did what did they do that year? 1986? Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the year after the Bears, they go and win the Super Bowl. I was, I was in the seventh heaven. But then all of a sudden, I spent 15 years in Chicago, and I got converted. You know, go to a couple of games in Wrigley Field. <laughs> you aren't going to want to go anyplace else except Fenway. It's really <laughs> seriously. I've been we to got, a we lot a of Wrigley Field here. games. <laughs> I, I wish we could go there. Okay, and I mean, I, we will go there. When I moved, when I moved to Chicago far, in in '85, you could walk up and buy courtside seats for the Bulls for thirty five dollars. Yeah. Okay, two years later, Jordan, it was one hundred and fifty dollars. No, Jordan <laughs> was there. In '85, no, but but yeah. it wasn't Jordan. Like I mean, Jordan, like they Jordan. knew what they well, had, but but it, now they just they had just gotten Cartwright, they yeah. got uh, Pippen, and they got Grant, and all of a sudden nobody could stop them. 
but it was like, you know, and the Bears, okay, and the Cubs. It's like, I've been to, I've been to the Blackhawks, but I hadn't been to the Blackhawks since they moved into the new stadium, the new uh, stadium. Uh, it was the old Chicago. <laughs> what a place to watch a game, any kind of sport, and actually the circus too. I, mean, well, we did, like, I did a thing. We we're talking about uh, some like marketing class I took in school, and we we're talking about like all kinds of like like sporting. I it was the theme was for sporting events and stuff like that, like you know things that market. It was like box seats versus right. all that stuff. And I did. I wrote my paper on Chicago doing because they had old Chicago Stadium and then they built the United Center. Yeah, and. Chicago is they're the the only team they're the only city that has multiple franchises that have played their entire existence on one street. Right. And I thought that was right. pretty cool. I mean, like, yeah. granted, it's two stadiums, but Old Chicago Stadium is just it was right just next up door. the road. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like the Boston Garden. It's right next to the other one, isn't it? Um, no, I think no. I we looked it up. It it's like it was like three or four streets over and like a little bit more north. Like right. it was the same thing with like uh, Madison Square Garden, like where the Knicks used to play was only like maybe like fifteen blocks away, but it was on a different street. But like like right. they just they just it was like what they did with Yankee Stadium. They just built it in the parking lot. Parking lot. Right. right. It's like look mm-hmm. looking like Philly. <laughs> you have the the Lincoln Field. Citizens Bank. Citizens Bank. Wells Fargo. I, yeah. All right there. Shout out to my mother by the way. Yeah. Like that, though. I'm on Souls. Yeah. right next to the Brendan Burn. It's all right there. For for me, like you, you talked about like you got converted for football at least, um I think that the three like cities where if you go into that city as like a loose football fan, like obviously like all of us are our roots run deep. You know, Giants fan yeah. for a long time, born into Giants legacy, born into Steelers legacy, wanted to be a black running back. Um, <laughs> he wanted to be Jerome Bettis. That's he's, how I picked the Steelers. When I grow up, when I'll be sorry. When a little more up, sun. When my eyes finally open. <laughs> but you know, like living in Chicago fifteen years, you're the best example of it. But you know, born in Chicago, like our roots run deep. We're, that's we're not easily persuaded. But Chicago, Green Bay, Pittsburgh. Those are in my opinion would be the three easiest cities that if you go in there and you're like, I like football, I watch the you know, the Giants a lot, or I watch the 49ers a lot because my dad was a fan, but you live there for 15, 20 years. It's a lot of rich history. You know, I mean also foot- you gotta really love football to go to home games in Green Bay. Or Chicago, sitting in that stadium at twenty below all oh, the time. Oh, Chicago's the worst. Yeah, it's a whole different kind of tailgating than we're <laughs> that used to. Wind. Chicago, Chicago, yeah, because Chicago, you get the the way the stadium's built. The opening behind the scoreboard is right where the wind's coming from, Lake Michigan. That's and right. It's, it gets very it's frigid. We went I, the first Bears game I ever went to was Bears Packers in Week Seventeen. That's and, rough. And, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was snowing. It was snowing, and there was about three inches of snow on the field. It was, I think it was like four degrees, and it was like minus twenty five yeah, with see, the wind chill. Yeah, in Chicago, it, around here when it snows, it's in the thirties. Yeah, it's snowing. Okay? It's Chicago, true. no, when it snows, it's freaking cold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's chilling, like, yeah. Ugh. It's like, yeah, but I mean, it's okay. I mean, like right now, I know. Oh, yeah. Up until a few years that, ago. By the I've way, been... that was very good. That was nice. good. Just so you guys know, there is a zero percent chance you get your cup back. That's not true. <laughs> I have it. I have it mapped out. There I we just go. Wanna bring something up real quick. <laughs> oh God! Here we go. We were talking about Josh Gordon should be a stealer. <laughs> no, no, no. We were talking about Jordan for a second, and I just want to bring up on how much bad luck the Portland Trailblazers have. Because they had the first pick for two years, and they went. It was Jordan and Kevin Durant that went two, and they ended up getting Greg Oden. I forgot who the other guy they picked over Jordan, and they both ended up having like injury season, like injury careers, and they just. 
could not recuperate from it. It must suck being a Portland Trailblazer. That does suck. Yeah, Brandon Roy too. Brandon Roy too. Yeah, he actually played a few years. And but doesn't matter. But still, Brandon Roy could have been worse to be a Clipper. They were horrible for a, for a while. Forever, <laughs> then they got Blake Griffin, and things slowly turned, but they still can never get over the hump because, you know, they wrote his doctor. Hey, they, they, always Chris, in they had Chris Kamen. That guy had liver spots at, like, 24. <laughs> yeah. That guy, he, he, no, there was a game where he got mad. He got furious with the ref, and it was the first time I, I was, like, really watching, like, a Clippers game. I mean, I watched a lot of the doubleheaders on TNT on Thursday nights because I'd get home from work or sports or whatever. I'd sit down, I'd do my homework, and watch the doubleheaders for basketball. That's what I played growing up. All my interest was invested in it. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, this is mine. Um, the first time I really watched the Clippers, Chris Kamen was, I think he was 24. I think it was like his second year out of college. And he got mad at a call, and he ripped off his jersey so you know, out of like just anger at the ref and all that stuff and threw it in the crowd. And this guy had liver spots. <laughs> this guy looked like someone glued baloney to his skin. Ugh. Like, it was bad. And I'm he was sort of, good, though. Oh, very underrated. Very underrated. So real quick, we're, we're moving into the second <laughs> check beer here. Oh, yeah. Oh, Stravar. That's from uh, the, Ostrava, the right? city where Magda lived before she moved in with me. It's Ostrava. It's where Ivan Lendl's from, if you know who Ivan Lendl is. I don't think I do. A uh, tennis player. There you go. Oh. And, uh, yeah. And I tried it when I was over there, and I was like, all right, we're One taking of the a few of those. One, One of the greats, greats yeah. The only time. thing he couldn't win yeah. was Wimbledon. That's right. Was that when he had Andre Agassi going after him? No, that's when Matt Kyle, stop, <laughs> stop. Stop <laughs> trying <laughs> to bleacher report your way Matt, into that. No, I know Andre Agassi. McEnroe and Bjorn Borg were ruling yeah. Wimbledon at the time. Yeah. This was, was before you were alive, kids. Nice. <laughs> um, I know three tennis players. <laughs> and they're all dead. Agassi, Nadal, and Federer. <laughs> what, about, what, what about Williams sisters? I thought you they were going to say, what's her name, the Russian girl? I thought it was the man. Not the Not woman. No, she's Czech. I know the Williams The Russian blonde. Sharapova? Oh. She's already slept with half the NHL. What's That's right, name? yeah. Carry on to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she married. That's the not nice. That's long, not nice. Long-time tennis pro, Carrie Underwood. Yeah. <laughs> God, her her husband good, plays for now. Good gulp of that. Yeah. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Kornikova. Uh-uh. Kornikova is her name. Kornikova. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked to uh, Rebecca's dad's been on the show uh, before. Uh, Dave yeah, Anderson. you're supposed to be here today. Yeah. The, the he had flea market's last, happening. Yeah, he had, he had, he had a show last night, so he had like a real hard time like recovering from that. <laughs> or did he Just, get overserved again? He got he got hammered. <laughs> <laughs> had some doers, did he? <laughs> yeah, that fan though, yeah, he's a good mark in here. Oh yeah, great guy. But when he was here, he was telling us like he used to being a lifetime Giants fan that's lived his whole life in Connecticut. Yeah, he's got a lot of training camp stories. So you know, do you yeah, guys have, me, me, when they used to train at Fairfield, did yeah. you bring yeah. the ball in? I used to sell them newspapers when they trained there. Yeah. Do you guys have any cool stories from like? The sports that you're fans of, yeah, the, the, I mean, like, you live in Chicago 15 years. There, every everybody that's ever suited up for, in a Chicago jersey is very much involved in the community in Chicago. Yeah. Oh yeah, you see a lot. Yeah. Of, I mean, I, the first time I went it's to Chicago and, and can like remember it is when I was seven years old. I went with my I dad for three weeks, cool and we were we were in Chicago visiting a sister and my aunt, and we were doing all kinds of stuff. We we're going around the city. She was showing you know me all kinds of stuff, and all of a sudden we go to the then the Sears Tower. Now it's the Willis Tower, right? But so we go to the Sears Tower. She's like, let's go all the way to the top floor. You can see everything. So we go up there. And all of a sudden, we get up there. And there's like this huge crowd of people and all these cameras and stuff like this. And we're, so we're going to figure it out, like, what's going on. All of a sudden, just casually in the corner, they're doing like a 15-year, like, or whatever, or like 10-year anniversary of, like, the championship, the the, the second three-peat from the Bulls. <laughs> so just casually, there's just um, John Paxson, 
uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman sitting in the corner of the, the, the Sears Tower taking pictures over the skyline of Chicago. Nice. Yeah. And I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God. Because growing up, like I was groupie. watching Chicago Bulls basketball, but they weren't that good at the time. And so, you know, my dad was like, oh, this is Chicago Bulls basketball that, you know, you, you missed when you were little. And he was showing me, and I fell in love with Scottie Pippen. Yeah. And that, that was like the guy. Like Scottie Pippen. Good looking guy, huh? Hey, um, why don't you watch your mouth? <laughs> also a Portland Trailblazer. Just let that also, also, you just you just earned John Jenkins one unfollow from our Instagram page. <laughs> I, I logged into that today and I didn't care for any of those posts. We're you gotta follow all our team's stuff. There I want there to be Here's Leonard Floyd thing. follows. Here's no. The, I followed him because he's from Meriden and I sent him a message trying to get him on the show. <laughs> But Who's like you just like like Giants. Chicago stuff Giants like it's it's you know like it's it's harder because like you know like the Giants Yankees Mets yep. Knicks Nets Rangers so they encompass live. a very large geographical area the Boston yeah. sports a lot of people I know go to Florida to Yankee training camp uh, so that's Kendall's the, that's the only time you get close to the guy Kendall's uh, roommate in college for three out of the four years was a uh, goes to uh, Florida for the Mets training camp yeah. every year get yeah, to watch some quality baseball. <laughs> Before but, they start losing. Well, we used to go all the time. When I, I lived in Florida for seven years, and we used to go to all the different teams' spring training the, camps and I all that took stuff. The kids Water? To the Giants. Mm-hmm. We went yeah, up we, to Albany a couple of times, and we were Shockey. We were always waiting for Shockey, Jeremy Shockey, to come, and he always hid. But we got uh, Tiki. Yeah, we met we Tiki Coach. Met Coughlin. Remember, we went more, the kicker. The kicker was Lawrence Tynes. Up. Jesus Christ! Kind of met David Tyree at a McDonald's. Did yeah. Eli walk by us? We couldn't Eli, get him. See the way the way like the training camp thing works is every day like a different star has a day has to, to stay he back to, and sign. And, so um, we were there for Tiki Barber, <laughs> but like we saw Strahan run by, Eli ran by. Yeah. At the time, but it was it wasn't before sorry. he was an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's he, when he was still he's cool. A big time douche right now. Yeah. It was right before he retired in his prime. His brother's nice. Tiki Barber. Rondé. Yeah. He's on TV now too, right? Yeah. He does. Tiki Barber does barber. They both barbershop commercials. They both were on the. Was it the Thursday night game yeah. or Monday night? It was well, Monday well, night last because, week. Because um, Ronda usually does like the third Fox game, like not yeah. the Baltimore, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he does like the third game. And another little sidebar, but an unexpected cool thing I, I ran into. I took the kids to meet John Cena with Meriden Mall. Meriden Mall. So I'm standing there on a couple hours. That was cool. Standing there having coffee. So they, they were little. Mario was I got to go do this wrestler for these kids. We get <laughs> up to the table. Up. The guy stands up. Shakes my hand. My whole hand disappears. <laughs> he was a mountain dude. I couldn't believe it. He was so nice. Smiled. You got a picture and a signing, right? Yeah, I have the signed picture. He was huge. He, when was, I, when he stood up. Look, he was a mountain. Everyone look at nine, Rebecca right now. When How I was jealous she is. <laughs> I got a funny ass That story. dude, you would disappear. When I was nine, we went to um, <clears throat> Hartford Kendall who? for Raw. Kendall who? <laughs> <laughs> Real fast. No, she thinks Dean <laughs> Ambrose is like the hottest thing walking. You know, that guy looks, looks like a, he he looks looks like like a dumpster fire. He looks like the Philly fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> but I was nine. My dad took me. I, you know, I'd never gone to like a live Raw or anything like that. What is that? Uh, oh, don't worry no, about it. No, no. Good. It's Come a on. bunch of different nips mixed together. But That's um, our private stock. Yeah, we put a, a what is that floating up top? Rum exactly. cream liqueur. We need to clean that. We exactly. got to finish that. We're, we're finishing it and throwing that bottle away. <laughs> Kendall won't let us get rid of it. No, we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna age some graves in this. Oh yeah. man! All right, oh, man. all right. I'm on board again. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I went to my first. Uh, you know, trying to talk too much to me, but sometimes it's fun. go ahead. But we went to Raw. Um, and after the show, they were doing this. The, they had, like my dad bought like meet and greet tickets, and there was like 
a bunch of B-listers that were down here. Like the Hurricane was down the there. The guys that have to cool. do it. Yeah. <laughs> like the Hurricane, Scotty, Too Hotty. Like, what's wrong with this? <laughs> you're you're no, making no, Kyle's this, day. No, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's like, you know, as a, as a kid, if you're they going want to meet The Rock. Yeah, like if you're going to Raw, you're like, I want to meet Stone Cold. I want to meet Triple Undertaker, H. Like, I don't right. want to meet Scotty Too Hotty. I'm did glad I did, but no, I didn't ask him to do the worm, Kyle. <laughs> I bet you but, also lost his match that day. <laughs> he didn't wrestle that day. <laughs> but, um,. It Dummy. was all of a sudden, like, um, th- this group starts walking by, and they're like, oh, you guys signing autographs? We'd love to come over. And so, they're like, the, you know, the, the guys were like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely come over. The kids will love it. So, they come over, and all of a sudden, you know, Rikishi's over there, and you're just like, wow. Stink face. This guy's huge. <laughs> but then, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm sitting there signing, getting my autograph signed, and I just feel a tap on my shoulder. And I turn around, and I'm, as a nine-year-old boy, standing there looking straight eye level with The Undertaker's knee. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. 6'10, 310 pounds. This Oh, you had fat taker. What? <laughs> fat taker. Sorry, as opposed to the 299 he is now. <laughs> but he's just sitting there. He's, he's I'm just like, yeah. holy crap. My dad's looking at him, pale face. He's just like my dad. My, my dad if, just naturally looks like Paul Bearer anyway. Imagine but, if you ever ran into the um what's his name? Say, Andre the Giant. Oh my god. Couldn't even imagine. Did, Did you ever see the picture of his hand with the beer can in it? <laughs> yeah. Listen, that guy's on record. It looks like, like the size a thimble. of his thumb. It looks like a thimble. He's drank like 140 beers at well, a clip. Because he suffered from giantism. Well, what's like, you, so what's the his metabolisms name? and everything. Uh, Wade Boggs used to do that too. On a on a flight. What's the thing, Kendall? Wade Boggs claimed that he drank how many beers before a game? It was like 190 I th- beers. I thought it was 72 on no, the cross 135 no, no, is I, the I, number I'm I remember. I'm mixing up my. Uh, and it was on my, a plane uh, ride on a flight. Yeah. It was it was 72. The See the ball it's, hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> because they, hey, well, if it makes you better, it makes you better, they, uh, right? <laughs> they spoofed it on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They were trying to do it, and it was like 75 beers or something on the flight. Oh my god, yeah. Rip. High altitude too. Yeah. I think it's they brought the their own beers. That, that, would only, that would only happen to Wade Boggs because on a flight they watch you because the air's thinner. Yeah. And the, and when I was on a Virgin Atlantic flight once, the first thing they announce is we we decide when you've had enough. The air's thinner up here. You can't drink like you drink it on the ground. Right. So if you're a drinker and you think you can handle ten, they give you four and say go to bed. They do shut you down if they think you're yeah. getting there. You know. Oh, That's why you load up at the bar before you get on the plane. I flew a check <laughs> That's by myself. Expensive, though. That was the greatest thing. I got bumped from a flight that they, they shouldn't have bumped me on. So you flew for nothing? I flew so for nothing. Had, now you had cash in your pocket? Well, I flew for nothing, and they gave me... So it was when we, I was in Florida coming back up. It was the not my last flight back up, but the flight before that. Mm-hmm. And they had um, uh, some steakhouse. I forget what it was, but in, in the restaurant. Or one of the restaurants in the okay. airport. No. <laughs> But there's another like, oh, I, they're like your flight, but your flight's not for another six hours, and I'm like, well, I mean, I, they're like, I'm, they're like, I'm sorry, I'm like, well, there's, I mean, not much I can do about it. Here's like, a voucher I, for the Sky Club or something. Here's a, here's a voucher for the the, the steakhouse restaurant over there, hundred dollar voucher. Nice. And I'm sitting there, I'm just like, well, can I drink that hundred? I ate a lot of food before I got <laughs> here, so we're gonna see how many gin and tonics a hundred dollars can buy me. Uh, there you go. And the answer is enough. Yeah. <laughs> Did I'm you make there. it on the plane? <laughs> yeah, I'm si- so I'm sitting there and I have yeah. I'm sitting I'm sitting there at the end, pretty much cocked off my ass. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting because I'm just drinking Hendrix the whole time. Like I'm like, I'm going top shelf the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there, I have half of one left, and I was like, How much do I have left on my voucher? Because they were getting ready to start boarding the plane. She goes, You have enough for one more drink. And then you'd have like a dollar left. I Make was it like, to go. So I was just like, I was like, can you can you put it in the plastic cup? So I can, I can get it to go. She goes, we have big plastic cups. You can dump the rest of your drink and the one I'll make you in it. I was oh, like, let's do that. Like I was that. like, let's do that. And just I just reached in my pocket and I was just like, whatever cash I grabbed, I was just like, here's your tip. I think it was like forty dollars. 
And I was like, here you go. I was like, take the extra dollar off the voucher. Get yourself something nice. <laughs> Went on the plane, drank the rest you know of what, them. Though, that's the kind of service you want. Sometimes people don't do that. They say, yeah. no, I can't do that. You can't go yeah. on the plane. And... It's great. People are great. Funny mall story, real quick. Sometimes. Oh, God. Here we go. Sometimes. You were talking about training camp stories? Yeah. yeah. I was about seven years old. Look My aunt was worked in the cafeteria at Fairfield U, and the Giants were training there. Yeah. So she got me and my cousin a job selling newspapers. Nice. Okay, so Roosevelt Greer, who you guys have probably never even heard of, uh, was a defensive lineman for the Giants. Rosie Greer, yeah. Okay. (laughs) They used to pick us up and throw us around like we were football. They played catch with us. Roosevelt Knicks, baby. (laughs) He was like, oh. (laughs) Best fullback in football. Incorrect. He's the only one left. Kyle Usick. I bet about him. <laughs> yeah, so did I. You know, <laughs> Kyle Usyk, the, the fullback that's you know like the only fullback rated above seventy five in Madden. The only fullback I remember and I hated him was that Moose Moose Johnson for Dallas. He who was a lot of games for the Giants. What was uh, the Joe Johnston? What was the, the who was the full, John Coon? John Coon, yeah. And that was the fullback for the, <laughs> the Packers for a while. Then went to the Saints. Yeah, yep. and had that three touchdown game. <laughs> that was it. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, speaking Mark. of football, we're gonna keep we'll keep talking, but um, every every we'll, we'll we'll give you like three minutes or so. So we got to do our compensatory picks before the hour gets up. Uh, so to reverse order from the regular draft. So just to recap for the listeners, um, since I drafted last. We got listeners. I'll go first. Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Um, every, every once in a while, all three of them. We, we get a lot. Them. We get a lot of listeners after the fact. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people because it's a podcast. It's, yeah, because yeah, it's, yeah. it's on the app and everything permanently afterwards, and then so I can listen to this later. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Machine can show you the Podbean app, all kinds of stuff. Listen, I we're, can let we're Mug everywhere. the laugh at me later. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you translate the whole time. So I have the first pick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's a there's an English to check button on there. Um, I go C-A-P. first. Kendall second. Rebecca will be third. Oh, Machine's fourth. In mind. Um, Kyle's fifth, and then Jeff is last, but Jeff already got his pick because of, we had some quarterback issues. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just I picked before Jeff. Nah, we had. To, <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers is active. I just got the notification on it, but just in case he wasn't, I just want my one guy. So I, I already made my pick. I went first. I picked up uh, James Conner from the Steelers. That's not the guy I want. I know he was picking. Him. All right. Yep. No, you can you can wait. Take your time. You know. Okay. Well, I had someone in mind. I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Do you have it? Yeah, I'm gonna Thompson from the Redskins. Chris Thompson? Yeah. Is he not picked? He's not picked. He's available Holy right here. Holy crap! <laughs> Quick no, pick! Remember, there were six teams. I know, yeah. but like, fuck! So, Rebecca, you're up, and you take your time. Don't feel the need to rush. We're still, we're, we're going to talk, so... She's not rushing. <laughs> okay, so this is going a lot quicker than I ever would have anticipated. <laughs> Which guy? James White? Oh, God. Pick him, I swear to God, I'm RKO. Nelson Aguilar? You can pick him. I don't care. <laughs> you need to take him. <laughs> All right, so Mock, do you have yours? Might as well just bang this out in one Hold five. on, hold on, hold on. I gotta. Yeah, I have no idea what this is. For fantasy so, football. I don't do fantasy it's football. Fantasy. No. I love it. So, for the show, we're just I doing. I think you're all the time. Are, fantasies are strictly for porno. That's so, right. Don't, don't you do it. it. I see the I words agree. coming out of your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I saw the word. For fantasy I saw football. the letter it's coming it's out thing. of your so, mouth. I, I'm not a fan of fantasy don't football anymore either. I was a big fan of it when it first started coming out, but I found that it just ruined the game for me because. I, I watch games like so. Like I can watch football. We talked about it earlier with the watching the sports. I can watch football and enjoy it as opposed to many well, other now sports. Now you're just cheering for one guy. In right. This so game, like a game for me. Like if I were to sit down and watch, you know, the Ravens play the 49ers, 
I don't personally. I know these two I would. Give a crap I could give one. two shits who wins that game. If as long as it's a good game, yep. I don't give a crap who puts up great things. But now all of a sudden, you gotta worry about I this got. Guy. I have. I have Garoppolo sitting on my my bench, and I want him to start heating up so that I can put him into my starting lineup. And he goes out there and throws three picks, and now I'm fucking pissed. Now mm-hmm. I'm mad. I'm not enjoying the game. Turns no out reason. it's a 24-23 last second field goal win for Tucker, and the game was great. We have you know 700 yard rushers in the game. Don't whatever it, could it be the world's best to you. game. Too pissed off to care. I saw so, the letter. I and, the, and the thing, too, for me is I can't properly play fantasy football. Lifetime Bears fan. I'm a diehard fan of the best rivalry in football history. I will not draft the Green Bay Packer. I will not do it. I won't well, that's play. that's going to kill your draft every year. And I will and, not and so, draft the but, Raven Bengals. So when it goes with somebody like that, it's along those lines. Where it's like Bengals. I'm sitting here, you know, like, and it happened to me. Two years ago, I played in a league at work, and it got down to, the, like, the sixth round, and nobody drafted a quarterback. The only quarterback that went was Tom Brady. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is still there. In the sixth <laughs> round, you have to take Aaron Rodgers. In the, in the sixth yeah. round, I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, I'm like, Aaron Rodgers is still there. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Julian Edelman. <laughs> Lunching it in. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking him. I'm going to take him to no, trade him. Because that, for the Packers, the Lions and the, and the Vikings, I'll make an exception. There's only two games a year I'll never root for a Viking or a Lion. Because I will root for them to beat the, 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 Packers, the Packers every, yeah. every yeah. time. Yeah. I don't give a shit if the, if the Vikings are, and the Bears are tied at fifteen and zero, or you know whatever to whatever the record would be. I know it's not fifteen and zero, but if they're tied, the, the and if the Vikings win, they get the division and we get the wild card. Beat the fucking Packers. You beat them. Leave it on us to beat the team. We got to play. Fuck the Packers. I will. So I'll never, never in a million you don't years. Hate root for them. the Lions too. Like they would have passion. The Lions, the Lions, you never really have to worry about because they always sucked for so many years. Yeah, now the, you kind of got to worry. So about the Lions them. have just molded into a team that went from just being terrible to being a team that beats themselves. Right. Mm. So you can do the math over the decades how long they've been bad. Somewhere around, I don't know, my fiftieth birthday, they'll make the playoffs and who make is it to the this? guy that they had the running back? Barry Sanders. Sanders. Yeah. He was like the my best dad. Ever. Barry, Barry Sanders had a blocker. That was the one guy my dad loved. He would have broke every out. record ever. Barry Sanders would have been the greatest running back of all time if he if he had if a he, team if, that if, won any games and gave him a will to play. Exactly. My dad had Barry Sanders and Dan Marino. Holy shit. All right. That was back when they used <laughs> Abacuses. Abacai? Was it Abacai? Yeah, Marino was yeah. a good quarterback. He couldn't he, win the he, big games either. That's my, that is my greatest he possession. The reason for that, though, was because the Dolphins <laughs> never had anybody around him. Exactly. Like, like right. The, like the they couldn't afford good. anybody else. Like, like yeah. the defense is terrible. <laughs> so I have my pick. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I know who he's picking. Yeah. I know it. I saw the word. I saw the letter. Who do you think it is, Kyle? Did it start with a G? It does. Uh, Who are you taking, Mock? George Kittle. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is George Kittle? Mock needs a tight end. Needed a tight end because uh, Delaney Walker. His has gotten loose over the years. No, um, because uh, Greg Olson got hurt. Giovanni Bernard. You know, yeah, he's he uh, he he starting, bro. He was taken, but okay. Was he? No, Kyle. You see me typing it right here on the sheet. <laughs> I like I'm literally typing it right in front of your fucking face. <laughs> George um, Kittle sounds like a guy like here on forensic files. Dude, I saw the G come out of your mouth and I'm like, oh boy. Kittle Bernard. <laughs> He's starting, so you can go so, rot on your team. I think the one thing sports wise that I have on people is uh at the table is we have a lot of a lot of sports that get followed. Kyle, hands down at the table, biggest baseball fan. Or at least at least for I our group. But probably at this table as well. Kyle Kyle's watched baseball his whole life, he's played it his whole life. He's coaching well, it now. Well, he's on the field. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, yeah, sir. Kyle's been the rosin bag for every it. team he's been on. <laughs> I, I love but, um, the rosin bag. Machine, are we That's getting mean. more uh, Czech beers? What's going on? 
Oh yeah, I thought yeah. we were doing the other two in the in the last hour. Oh, oh, okay. Right. Right. Let's keep going, dude. I could just. So, who do the Steelers play today? I'm. I'm uh, I, know Kansas who, City. I know who my Giants the play. The Steelers today. are playing Kansas, Kansas City. Eric's team. That's a tough one. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So you and Eric got something to argue so, about. Where are you at? Uh, Bears play tomorrow night. They play the Seahawks. Another That's a good player. game. That's like Bear? a sneaky game. I Bear think they're going to win Chicago. I find that it interesting that the Bears are favored. They're given five and a half. Yeah, I thought they were given three. The Seahawks. The, C- the only thing the Seahawks played terrible in their first game. Case Keenum the just Seahawks played a little bit worse. Tough at home. I know that. I mean, they're playing in Chicago though. They're in Chicago. Case yeah. Keenum. Case Keenum played really bad. His defense bailed him out of that game, and that's why Seattle ended up he losing threw that three game. Touchdowns. But he also threw three picks. You got. You got to figure. I mean, Seattle. Their their defense is falling apart. The just offensive hold. line is bad. They. You know, Doug Baldwin's out. They don't have a running back. It, it's just. Well, I'm gonna say this. I will defend Chris Carson. He he broke his ankle last year. He will be good, but, the, but I, I just no, don't. There's just nowhere for him to run. I, I, I get that, and I also don't know why they drafted for Sharp Penny in the first round. That I, that could have easily been an offensive lineman. Yeah, because the Seahawks like to take guys from small schools and, and try no, to like no. They like to You're, find guys that play at Gateway Community no, College. No, no, and no, no, make no, no, them no. Superstars. You guys are all <laughs> wrong. It's not has nothing to do with the draft. The Seahawks they go through. This is what the Seahawks do. What one person in every fantasy league does. The Seahawks go in on NFL Draft Day, the weekend for whatever the whole thing, and they the general manager just opens up the computer to the NFL Draft website that they use and just puts it on auto draft. Next <laughs> best player gets picked by the Seahawks. And then everybody gets together and looks at everybody that's not drafted, and those are the future Pro Bowlers of the Seahawks. <laughs> I just right. want to know. I didn't really get to see the stats. <coughs> wasn't Doug Baldwin not drafted? No, he wasn't drafted at all. He was Can someone just look at all the Shaq wasn't Griffin's, Griffin's, also uh, not Shaquille drafted? Griffin's? Um, Stats for this week, the linebacker, the one one hand. Because I want to know how he did. Cause I, I, I don't know. He's a, he's such a good story. I can find that during the break, Kyle. So I just want to know. So many top I don't know. drafts never pan out, and guys that come up from the, the draft bottom, is a crapshoot. Yeah, it is. You gotta, it is. Because Tom Brady was what six, seven, six eight round. round, six, six round. round, six. Yeah. It was one supposed to be a catcher for the Expos. Actually, I read a thing the other day that they're talking about pushing the NFL draft to ten rounds. <laughs> well, it used to be like well, fifteen. Be picking right out of high school then. Well, no, they, they, well, it used to be 18, yeah. It used to be. It was 18. It yeah. took a long time to Terry do it, too. Terry <laughs> yeah. in the 11th round. What, what is it now? Is it 10? Or it's 7. 7. seven. 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 Yeah, that's right. In fact, a lot of great Shaquille. players from, you know, the 70s, 80s, very late round, like, What's you know, 13, 14 round picks, you know. Yep. Griffin. Shaquille. Shaquille. I don't know why it was just number of players or the I don't know, roster well, size has always been relatively the, the same. Well, draft. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the NBA. Because the Steelers back in the 70s had that one draft where they drafted four Hall of Famers. Right. Three tackles. Three tackles? That was a stat sheet. Um, when they drafted Mike Webster, they got Lynn Swan in that draft. They got, I uh, forgot which receiver it was. Uh, Stallworth? Stallworth, yeah. I think it was, I think it was the same one. Yeah. played for 40 years. Stallworth? No, Stallworth? No, it was Pittsburgh. Yeah, Steelers. I remember they drafted four, four Hall of Famers yeah. in the early 70s. I remember those catches and all that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been on every highlight reel ever. <laughs> like, honestly, the draft is just one of those things where, like, it, it's, it's a hit or miss. You could even have, like, the Saints last year had a wonderful draft. They all panned out. They all worked out in their favor. You know, yeah. fifth or sixth round picks started. They played well. Kamara was a fourth rounder. Now he's the starting running back. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard also, from Indiana. I think it matters which team picks you. You could put anybody. You could put Tom Brady on Cleveland, and he will suck. <laughs> That's what you're it, like, just it bound to not make it. Those they've killed a lot of young guys, putting them in spots. Yeah. in Cleveland, like Brady Quinn. Like, you know he was I supposed mean? to be a top ten pick, ended up falling to twenty two. Was Brady Quinn the one that was a rookie at twenty eight? 
That was Brandon Whedon. Brandon no, Whedon. Whedon. <laughs> oh, well. like Brady Quinn. Then he held came out. out of Notre Dame. Supposed to be this high-powered <laughs> offensive weapon. That's I'm like, I got a family to feed. He kept falling in the draft. And, like, student loans Browns going to get lucky, but Aaron Rodgers was the same way. Yeah. Like, Alex Smith was drafted first. And Aaron Rodgers fell to 22. Green Bay picked him up. Or 28 or something. Something like that. But late, late. Green Bay picked him up. They waited on him for a couple of years, let him run under Favre. Then they gave him the job, and then well, so that's that's the thing, though. That that's a big part of it too. Like like an Aaron Rodgers type of person. I think I think it's a fair argument to make. Do you do you think Aaron Rodgers is still the Aaron Rodgers that we've seen in the NFL if he were drafted and started right away? No, no, no. He sat under Brett Favre. <laughs> to me, it well, depends for- on the team he's on. Yeah, but then I he think got he would have been good. Right I'm either. certain. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. If he got drafted seat. right away and started. Are you saying for the Packers? Yeah. I, I don't think no, so. because the Packers, if they, then, wait, if they thought to me, he was going to save if the team instantly, well, like, no. Say, like, say he got drafted something. by the Steelers, who didn't have a, really a, like a standout quarterback at the time, I think he would have been a good. I do. But if he got drafted oh, by, good. like, Buffalo or Tennessee, I, heard I don't think he would have the same career. <laughs> Kendall heard it, too. <laughs> I don't think he I think if he got dressed by the Steelers, he would have been a good. <laughs> he would have been a good guy. Tommy Maddox and Cordell Stewart, who weren't like Cordell hey, Stewart's not good. Was never good. I never said he was. I'm saying like they had him as a quarterback. Ky- Kyle. He was fun Kyle to watch Kendall. For a Kendall had to argue because he's not good. Okay. I didn't let me, let me he was this. a better quarterback for the Bears than he was a receiver for the Steelers. No, he was a good receiver. <laughs> he was a fantastic receiver. That's right. He was. In fact, he should have stayed as a receiver. He would have had a, a longer career and a more successful. But he wanted to play quarterback, and uh, they let he, him do he it. He played quarterback yeah. at Colorado. Well, was, real quick, backtrack. We were talking about the, the sports stuff. And the, my thing is, growing up, my dad really got me into sports cards. He tried to get me into baseball cards. Couldn't be about it. As a kid, I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to buy a pack of cards, like seven thousand cards, and have six thousand nine hundred ninety nine of them be worth two pennies, yeah. and then one be worth ten dollars. Right. Football cards have more value in them, and then I hung on to it. But my but most it, prized possession. It's all according to who you're selling it to, though. Right, and I, and I've made I've made some good money off of cards I sold because. One of the cards I got, didn't want to own it, didn't want it in my collection, didn't want to possess it. Autographed jersey patch Aaron Rodgers card. Got it in a, in a factory set that I bought from a card shop, opened it up. I was just like, what can you give me for this? <laughs> He's like, you don't want to know how much it's worth? I was like, I want to know how much it's worth in other things besides this card. <laughs> and out of the deal, I ended up, I got a uh, Brian Urlacher autographed rookie card. I got, um, I actually got a John Harborough rookie card. I just saw it. I was like, this is kind of cool. Who has this? I got that, and then I got a uh, Walter Payton card with a piece of a football in it from a, from a game. That piece he rushed. of a football. Piece of a football from from like a game used football from like I think, I think it's on the back. I think it was a game. I think he rushed for like one forty something and two touchdowns. I think it was against the Lions. That's pretty cool. If I can remember that because the Aaron Rodgers card was worth like four hundred and fifty dollars. But I was like, if you don't take this, it's going to be kindling. Very expensive Kindle, <laughs> but my 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 most prized possession in the football card world football card world is I have a factory sealed, um, unopened box set, and I got it from, uh, Tops, when like Tops was doing like a closeout sale online on a bunch of stuff. I paid. It was a like an auction thing, like a big lot, and like you don't know what you're gonna get. It was it basically it was like a, it was going to charity type of thing. It was four hundred dollars, and you got. Uh, an allotment of I think it was like five thousand cards or something like that, and it was, it was go to charity. But they guaranteed you you're going to get good stuff. And in my box, I got a factory sealed, still not opened, the 1983 complete box set unopened, which is worth a lot of money because <laughs> that's that's John Elway, that's Dan Marino. Oh, that's, that's the quarterback. 
that 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 was that's though. it's what's regarded yeah. as the best quarterback draft class you of have, all time. Don't you have the Peyton Manning rookie too? Was it the rookie? Yeah, I have a Peyton Manning rookie card. I have a graded one. So it's it was it's when they're graded cards, they're made by machine and then immediately from machine inserted into sealed plastic yeah. with the grade on it. And the grade is usually somewhere from nine point five to ten because machines make imperfections. And cards, I mean, a little bit of weathering or whatever. And I, so I have a 9.9 graded Peyton Manning rookie card from 1998. Well, and it's worth 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's, I think it's somewhere it's worth what somebody's willing to pay for it, right? So, uh, real book, quick, so book value, book in value the after he retired, chat. it went from eight to 15. 10th message, 100. Paul, give it to you. Come on, comment. What? <laughs> <laughs> Live silent auction. <laughs> and not, getting drunk. not enough. <laughs> but you hang on to certain people. Like there's certain players that I loved growing up that like I have tons of their cards that are worth nothing. Every Brian or Lecker card I've ever come across, I've kept. Charles Tillman, Matt Forte, and then like there's other players too, Ladanian Tomlinson. Um, there's a certain Tory Holt. Any card I have of theirs, I keep no matter how much it's worth. Guys got messed up hands. Yeah. There's only two. There's only two division players that I'll ever, I'll, I'll ever be a fan of, and one of them is a Packer, which sucks. But is it? Uh, Golden Tate. Oh, okay. I like Golden Tate because I I thought he was very talented when he was Clay in Matthews? Seattle. No. I respect Clay Matthews. Oh, okay. Um, AJ Hawk. So you can go ahead and <laughs> sign <laughs> two guys that look alike, right? With the long blonde Clay hair. Matthews yeah. and AJ Hawk, yeah. yeah. You, can, you can go ahead and pour cyanide You're from Kevin Nash all the time. Yeah, but I didn't say he was your favorite. <laughs> AJ Hawk and Brady Quinner. Related. No. no. Uh, and Brett Favre. Yeah. I respect Brett Favre a lot and when you know, I, I got a chance to like Brett Favre for one whole year before he came back and played for Minnesota. <laughs> but in that year, he showed his penis to a woman say, on the, the internet. Pick? So, yeah. good for him. Did you get the pick? I got a, oh, I have the I pick. I got a question from Bob. Before. I keep confusing it with Kyle's okay. picks, but... Just a quick question. You watch college football at all? No. No? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so there are no follow-up questions now. It's a whole other mess. I, I, college football... Oh, college sports, to me, are a joke. Well, okay. my, my, my yeah, question I mean, was, it, yeah. just because you had, like, you, you've watched football for your whole life, was that growing up and, like, nowadays, like, what school brought out the best players? For football? Yeah, well, because, like, SEC really doesn't bring out the best players. Defensive it, players. Well, because, like, yeah. Alabama has so many busts. Okay. I'm Irish. But the defensive players do really well. Yeah, but, like, all, like overall, like, ta-da. I'm Irish. Notre Dame. When I was a kid, Notre Dame had, they were. Football, okay, college football, and it's—I mean, <clears throat> right now I think they're idiots. They need to join a conference. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Playing Air Force doesn't really help them. No, no. I mean, they need to join a conference, and I mean, Eastern Connecticut State University is looking for clubs to play against. Joined the ACC, didn't they? <laughs> Only for for everything except football. Okay. Okay, they are still an independent in football, and they're, they're not that good anymore. Can you go to a national championship game if you're not in a conference? Yeah. And but they really, are. Really that, that's, they're so, one of the exceptions. So what, what happens is, like, really, college football. I, I need the Reader's Digest version. We've got to go to break. All right. <laughs> well, college football is based off of APP ranking, and, and every year Notre Dame has top 25 because they just play all the good teams. Okay, that's all I needed to hear. Right. Good for you. you yeah. did that. that was super efficient. John? He's always got a uh, bring his mic like on. USC, they play play. Bring your mic in. Say hi. Which one? This one, one right, right there. This that one. one. Yeah. I thought you were saying which Dave. I'm bring like, you're the only Dave here. Bring it all the way to you. And I think the reason why they don't join a conference no, 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 is so no, no. they can play USC and all these and other schools. 
Just in time for break. Just just in time for break, Dave. We're we're bringing you in for the break anyway. (laughs) Well, just tell everybody that Diesel is here. (laughs) (laughs) See, he knows. He knows. And you wonder why I talk about A.J. Hawk. (laughs) Hey, I didn't say Diesel. He said it. (laughs) So, fuck off, man. Um, But, yep, Dave's here. Rebecca's father. You're not on the air. Um, But hello. Uh, We were talking about... uh, Uncle Bob, it's Uncle Bob Dave. He's a big Chicago sports fan, so we we get along really well. You've met Mock Sr. before. He brought us some delicious Czech beers to drink. Dad, that's Bob. Bob, that's my dad, Mike. (laughs) That was your job. That was your job. (laughs) We're late introductions, only an hour in. I trust you to make introductions. (laughs) We introduced on the way in. All right, there we go. (laughs) But uh, so we're going to go to break. When we come back, um, we're going to do our our weekly around the horns on all the matchups coming up for week two for football. And uh, give score predictions, you know, talk about it, whatever. Um, obviously, we will take a little extra time, given the guests that we have. We'll highlight the Giants game. We have two, two Giants fans in the house. Uh, we'll highlight the Bears game. And because we can't leave them out, we'll talk about the Steelers Chiefs. Um, <laughs> so we, we can leave them out. We, we can leave them out. So, yeah, we'll be back shortly. And, uh, yeah, make sure to stay tuned in. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Assholes everywhere. everywhere. Another, new another new edition. Another new edition. Hanging from the ceiling. It's been a good show. Every time we come back from break, there's been like a new new <laughs> asshole added. We're multiplying. Yeah, yeah. We got we almost got a full room. We got to do that one time. But we're, just, but we're not going to tell Peter about it. What we're going to do is, is we're going to just add more mics. Hey, Vinny. I'm talking ceiling, floor, other rooms, yeah. bathrooms. Uh, real quick, we're on to our third check beer. This one's my personal favorite, the Gambrinus Ten. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah, what's the 10 stand for? Uh, 10 years aged. 10 years. Aged no, age in what? 10%. No, there's no. Because <laughs> on the side, I was going to say, wow. It says 4.3. I was like, this is a very know, dangerous just, 10% beer. <laughs> I don't know what the 10 is. It's uh, 10 out of 10. Little, it's got I a little heartier flavor than the first two. Yeah. <clears throat> the Gambrinus is, is my favorite one. So. Are you done? Yeah. I just wanted to say what it was. <laughs> it's the Kevin Nash of Czech beers. No, it's delicious, no, no. It's awesome. It's and the it's AJ Hawk of Czech beers. Ooh. So oh, it's got it together. Wait a minute. AJ so style. So, so it. Oh. <laughs> Kyle, you're loving that private stock today. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Are you just <laughs> drinking the chunks? Because it's gotten thinner since you've been drinking it. I am very drunk right now. There's goat cheese in there. <laughs> um, so Riddler's rankings. Uh, before we get into the NFL matchups, uh, don't. I wouldn't do it. It's bad. <laughs> I don't know. Remember Lord last time here we had the pond water. That's pond water was good. Yeah. Pond water was good. So that that's its special needs. That's that's so menstruation really water. Kyle's home brew. <laughs> oh, from vampire tea bag. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting somewhere. Oh, um, no, it's not good. <laughs> Uh, before we get into all the matchups, we're going to do Riddler's <laughs> rankings, but uh, today Riddler's rankings has been commandeered by one Mojito Souls. <laughs> no, Mojito. No, no. Gilberto. Mojito Souls will be doing uh, Riddler's rankings today. Uh, top five running backs that should be started in fantasy this week. Today. Go fast. Okay. Pretty much, because really the only one that played on Thursday got injured, so it doesn't really matter. All right, so number one, we're going to go with Cream. <laughs> That's the number one? Yeah. You're going to start with one and then get progressively going worse? one to five or five yeah. to one? One to five. You know why? Because he's making it up in his head and you yeah. can't think, you can't like put like, okay, this guy should be number one. Let me put that in the back right. and think of five. Nope. And don't be afraid to talk in that microphone. <laughs> All right. Um, Steelers run defense has been pretty terrible. Cream Hunt. For one week. Uh, all the time. Without Shazier, they're pretty hopeless. 
Um, Kareem Hunt should have a good day. And I don't believe in Mahomes yet. My opinion. What's he got to do with a running back? Uh, a lot. I think <laughs> he, won't, he, won't, he won't throw. Yeah. I don't think he's, he's going to have weeks where he's inaccurate. And I think today's the week where they're going to feed Kareem Hunt because he only had like eight carries last week. All right. Yeah. Number I two. know. <laughs> number two. Ezekiel Elliott versus the Giants. Um, Elliott's he, – he's, he's always a play. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a favorable matchup against New York. They have a good run defense. Yeah, but it's Elliott. He's going to get 100 yards and two touchdowns. Giants will win the game, in my opinion, but I think Elliott goes off. Save yes. it for the predictions. Yeah. For you guys um, keeping score at home. Uh. <laughs> number three? <laughs> Mulling it over in his head. Um, LaDainian Tomlinson, first – what? Kyle, what point are you going to say James Conner? <laughs> I don't think you should play Jim Conner this week. Why? Because I think the Steelers are going to throw heavy. Without Eric Berry? Uh, I'm not getting into that. All right, so number three. Um, I'm going to go with Chris McCaffrey. Um, with with Greg Olson down and in your standard PPR leagues. Um, it's Panthers-Falcons, right? Yeah. yeah. I think McCaffrey is going to get a lot of targets receiving-wise, and I think he's going to get at least eight catches today. Number four? Uh, number four, we'll go with Tevin Coleman versus Bingo. Panthers. Uh, with Devonta Freeman down, Tevin Coleman slots in. He's another receiving back, and Panthers are kind of shaky on the like uh, defensive side of the ball against the pass. Keep on. Tevin Coleman's a starting running back on any other team. Yeah. The um, and then uh, number five, I'll do Adrian Peterson versus the Indianapolis Colts. Mm, um, Peterson... Last year had 96 yards, I think, at 24 carries with a touchdown. I think he breaks the 100-yard mark today, and I think he had another touchdown. With Barkley? I hope I hope Peterson keeps it up. I currently have a bet going with a guy I work with. Uh, loser has to buy a round of golf. Um, <laughs> that I think Peterson's going to get 1,000 yards this season. I think Barkley's a good play. He's a Redskins think, fan, and he bet against me. As a, as a top-five play, no. But as an overall play, yes. I think Barkley's a better play this week than Hunt. Steelers run defense can't fucking tackle. Did you watch the Cowboys' defense last week? Did, Did you, you watch, watch the Steelers, Steelers game? ever without Shazier? But, I mean, really, I mean, Cam Newton was running all over Dallas. That's different. Quarterbacks and running backs are different when it comes to running. Because uh, quarterbacks, you got to wait for the play to develop, then you see an opening. Running backs, it's just pound. Because the Steelers are playing seven, eight corners. They can't tackle. Kyle, your mom said the Steelers are going all the way. Wow. <laughs> I hope so. But real quick. Um, we about wrapped up with the rankings. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much done. Okay. Just real quick, because the Steelers-Browns game doesn't really need to be addressed any further than it is. I just want to say everyone's Thank like, you. everyone's going to say, oh, it's, you know, it's rained. You know, if this is the NFL, which stands for not yep. for long if you can't play yeah. in the rain. Well, my and thing is with the Steelers game that they the had game? a lot of fucking turnovers. And that's the reason why they lost ben, that game. I, I will drink that, but I did not come up with that line. It doesn't uh, matter. You said it. Coach if for the, the Falcons and Oilers. The over five the times jacket. in that game, uh, they would have won that Jerry, game. Jerry. Uh, 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 no, no. Uh, Who came up with the line not for long? Yeah. Uh, Jerry Coach Jones? for Houston. No. no. Yeah, Houston and Atlanta. Uh, wore the leather jacket. Or the, uh, Glanville. He was, talk- Glanville. 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 Yeah. he was talking Glanville. to a referee when he yeah. said Doug. that. Doug. Yeah. Doug Glanville. I took that line. Thank you, Mr. Glanville. Yuck. But, um,. What were you saying there? Got what we're talking about. <laughs> Kendall was talking about something. Uh, Kendall said we're all done uh, with the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Cleveland looked good. I really do. I, honestly, the Steelers were winning that game and didn't turn the ball over five times. Right. 
And if Boswell didn't miss that field goal, they would have won. Right. It, it's a lot right. of Steelers sucking the fucking road, and they suck against and, bad teams. And Browns being the Browns. That's what it was. Last year, we almost lost him. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sorry. Last year, we should have lost the Browns two week one. Like, and just, week 17. No, week 17, they beat him. Landry no. Coleman dropped a game-winning touchdown. The Browns were the Browns. <laughs> were the Browns. It is what it is. We tied. And we go against a decent team. We'll beat them because they're decent. All right. Play them down. Fair enough. What we do? Play down. If they were the, you know, let's say, <laughs> bad team. NFL well, team. The, uh, the Dolphins. We get blown out of the water. Dolphins also have a win. Yeah, but they, we would have got blown out of the water. Can we say, what about we say with the Bills? We would we would get beat by 45 points. Is it, is it safe to say the Bills are going to have the number one pick next year? No. Who's going to be worse than Buffalo? We don't know yet, dude. It's, it's going to be it's Buffalo. Week one. Week one. It's going to be Buffalo. And then if they do, they'll get a very good player. <laughs> they'll draft another quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Nick Bosa <laughs> will probably be the one I'm going But it was what we said. You know, Peterman, low risk. Yeah. He, he did kind of what we thought, or at least in the back of our minds. And now they're ready. You know, what, what was... Um, Stat line for uh, was Allen there. Allen? Uh, it, was, it was like six He played for better, but he also came in at a shit show. Right. He, he mean, scored he, three points. The game script wasn't there for him. But now he will start. Yeah, he's starting this week. So maybe on a, on a fresh, you know. Who are they playing this week? Do we know? San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. So, so he's uh, facing a LA, tough defense. Oh, well, it's right. forever, forever San Diego. We it's, all say San Diego. Yeah, it should be. I, we got to finish it, though, so just help us out. It's disgusting. I think, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it yet. I think I'm going to make a bold move in fantasy. I think I'm going to start uh, James Conner and J.J. and sit Kareem Hunt. Even yeah. though that was Kyle's number one. <laughs> Even though I'm going against what he did. I haven't decided. But So we got to we gotta wrap up uh, that so we can get to the, the, the predictions and stuff like that. Moxie just got to venture out. So we're going to go a little out of order. We're going to start with the Sunday night game. Thank you. Giants, Cowboys. Yeah. In New York? No, in Dallas, right? In it's, Dallas. Uh, in Dallas. Dallas. Giants always win in Dallas. So uh, the night games they do, yeah. So let's do. That's what we do. We do, you know, the the, the round the horn, kind of a quick discussion about it, and then we go around and do score predictions, winners, all that stuff. Anybody got anything to say? We got three and a half Giants, four and a half Giants fans here. Four and a half. Who's the half? Well, he was a Giants fan before he was a Bears fan, so I give him a half. <laughs> I think we're gonna see uh, Saquon Barkley really have a good day this week. That's why I didn't trade him to you. <laughs> really, I, I think he's gonna have a great running day against Dallas, and I mean. If he doesn't, then we're going to throw on Dallas because th- their defense is so Odell. Beckham. Really, like who? There's there's no one there to cover Odell. Mm-hmm. If they double him, then you're going to see really good last week too. He did, but if they even if they double him, then you're going to see Shepard and Ingram light it up. Exactly. They, they don't have the passing a, game though. Barkley can break through. Yeah. The only problem with that is they, the line's got to give Eli a, an extra two which, seconds because they're not. And that Flowers guy, sorry, but oh, he's, he's got to go. go. He's got to go. go. He's Put horrible. A, Put a put a log there or something. It'll do a better job. <laughs> he he got the start last week only because they they put him in the new position. They were they were giving him a shot. I I don't know if he'll start this week. He's he's gonna start. I mean, it, it's one the of those potential things, is there. It's just you got to figure it out. It's one of those things where you invested a first round pick in him, so you tend not to give yeah, up but on you're those risking, guys. You're risking Eli's you are. life leaving that guy out there. Well, but, they also picked up another uh, lineman. Yeah, the guy from the Jaguars, right? Uh, Patriots. Patriots. We Nick signed Solder. Yeah. Oh, we did get a guy from no, the Jaguars yeah. too. Jaguars. Yeah. Or have the tight end help him or something. But that's the thing. Like, you're not gonna get help out of Ingram. We we Ingram's got to catch a ball. Yeah. 
We invested the first round pick in Flowers, so you, you gotta. I mean, he's back at his home position. Yeah, it, it's one of those that you so gotta see what you gotta give him the chance, and and he, he showed what him. he was last year. But that was that he was playing out of, out position. of position. He was drafted as a right tackle. They had him on the left side. It's and, it, and that's two different things. It is. You're everything's mm-hmm. going the opposite different. way. Like yeah. like Paul said last week, left tackle is one of the most important positions in the game. If you have a right-handed quarterback, yeah, yeah. You, you do. <laughs> we do. I'm just saying. I'm so torn. I'm what to do with fantasy. <laughs> But um, I, I, I think Barkley, we're really going to see the the Saquon show this week. You saw the show last week. He broke off for a big run. But you know what? We did, but we didn't. Because if he doesn't have that one big run, he didn't have a great – he didn't have a bad game, but he didn't have a great game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think we, this week – He had an above sp- average performance right. from He had a, a decent game, but um, – but he also had Odell doing Odell things, yeah. so he didn't need to have a great game. And he exactly. also had, like, you know, shake out, like young offensive line would mix it with, you know – Got to dead of just playing there. Yeah, Saquon bad, Barkley gives Odell a, an opportunity to do something that Antonio Brown has had the luxury, Julio Jones has had the luxury yeah. of doing their whole career, which is if you show up and you are having, which for them an off day is still six receptions for seventy yards and a touchdown. That yeah. that can be an off day for them, but you can afford to have that off day because you have a running back that can get the job done. Well, if you're to. not doing it. They you're not the guy to. who has who? to win the game Steelers. every week. James Conner still that guy. I don't. I, I I believe. I don't understand what they're doing with Bell. No, I it's believe Bell. Bell's being the ass. It, it, the Steelers are doing the right thing, in my opinion. I don't think the Steelers. Will, I don't think the Steelers should trade him. And, and the reason I say that is because the, it's just going to be a waste of their time and a waste of Bell's time and a waste of other teams' time because the other, Bell's not going to. They're not going to trade him unless the other team. Because Bell's not going to agree to the trade type of thing unless there's a contract in, in the works. Right. Does he have a no trade clause? No. So but the Steelers, has... but the Steelers will be the same way, because well, the Steelers are the Steelers are going to hold out on him. Because if, if he decides to not sign, if he doesn't sign his tenure by week ten, then the Steelers get him for like next to nothing next year. He's already making a million. He already missed a million dollars. Yeah, eight hundred fifty so over so times it's, two. It's now. over a million now. So my opinion is that they're going to keep him and be like, you know what? You sign when you sign. We'll ride with what we got. Yeah. We got a talented team enough to win. I I say trade him. We just saw it with Mac. I mean, a team is going to be willing, like the Bears did, to trade two first-round picks and give them the money. We could probably get the running back if we need Billy Wander. That's my it. thing is, forget Bell, though. My thing is with the Steelers, much like Chicago Bears have been for a long time, I think they're the type of team where you can insert any name into that backfield yeah. and they're going to be a successful running back. I'm not, James Conner's not going to be Bell, right? but you don't need Bell because you have Schuster and Brown. Just like like with the Bears. Like the Bears, Forte was good his entire career as a Chicago Bear. Howard was good right out of the gate. Right. Week four is rookie year up until right now. And he's still is good. Tariq yeah. Cohen has been lights out since he put on a Bears uniform. Look at people with Anthony Thomas was lights out as a Bear, not that great other elsewhere. Yeah. Bernard Berrien was really good as a Bear. Like these and, and, you know, the one thing that, that, that interests um, me is Cedric that Benson. the Bears offensive line is so underrated. And, and it always the Bears' offensive line is always very good at run blocking. Yes, pass blocking they're not always the greatest. They mm-hmm. weren't that great in the Jay Cutler era. Combine that with Jay Cutler's Jay ability. Jay Cutler wasn't good in the Jay Cutler era. But right. but I'm saying but like Jay Cutler takes a lot of sacks. But the offensive line was also not good at pass blocking. But the running backs that you've been pl- that you plug in since before Walter Payton have always been productive. Yes, and it's the same thing with the Steelers. James Conner's not going to be Bell, but you don't need Bell. Oh. And they proved it last you week that they don't need Bell. What they last week they all they were was a twenty five percent of himself Ben Roethlisberger away from winning. Ben Roethlisberger was just 
garbage last year. Yeah, or week last one. week. Getting the rust out. He played one preseason game, and that's it. All right, so let's go around because uh, predictions. So we can get Mox Senior on the road. We got to get that. We have a bunch of other games we got to get to. So predictions, Uncle Bob. I'm I'm picking the Giants. Got to give a score. Oh, uh, twenty-four, seventeen. Okay. Giants twenty ten. Ooh. Giants twenty-eight fourteen. Giants twenty-seven twenty. Giants thirty-one seven. Well, he's giving the Giants thirty-one, huh? That's um, a good one. <laughs> yeah. He's going along. Mr. Samson? I was going to say Giants 24-17 myself. Uh, Giants 42, Cowboys 6. That would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be I take awesome. back all the A.J. Hawks. That's awesome. As long I increase as they, the amount of diesels. <laughs> as long as the TV coverage has Jerry Jones' face on camera Turn as the, the final right. seconds. And it's Sunday night, so that means it's Collinsworth, right? Oh, yep, we got Collinsworth. Here's a guy. And a defrost. You know what? They'll be watching that. Yeah. Well, Al Michaels look good Tuesday. Yeah. Cryogenically freezing every week. Oh, my God. Chris Collinsworth said, here's a guy nine times uh, in one sentence for the Packers <laughs> game. All right. So, let's let's move on to uh, the next matchup. Kyle, what do you got? Let's go Carolina-Atlanta. That's one o'clock game. Carolina-Atlanta? Uh, I think that game, in my opinion, um, really this game up, Rob? This, this game lives and dies by Matt Ryan's ability to throw the football. Real quick. My dad's taking off. Thank oh, you for coming down. Senior, thank you for coming on. Fun. You next time you're nice in the job. States, you're always welcome. See you hey, next too, year. We're, getting a, we're getting a phone for the studio. We have Skype. Don't care for Skype that much. We're getting a phone. You can call yeah, in. Yeah, you can call in. Uh, if, I, I, I don't know the time six differential. Hours. Six hours. So if you're Six gonna, hours behind, right? Ahead. 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 Oh, yeah, ahead, yeah. So, so it's four in the afternoon when you guys start. That's no problem. Yeah. We'll get yeah. a phone. You can call us in. We'd appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Faji. Talk about soccer. <laughs> don't that's call football. You mean, that's you mean the rule, the real football? Um, <laughs> don't, don't, opinion, don't call it. Um, <laughs> you don't be I think Peter, do you have a score prediction for the game? In my opinion, about the uh, Panthers Falcons, I think it relies on the defenses. If the Falcons can contain the Panthers to at least twenty points, which I don't think they can do, they win the game. Because Matt Ryan looked like he could only throw to one person last week. Well, isn't this his off season? Yeah, he's on every other season. Well, thank you. I've made that point every <laughs> NFL season we've since, since we started recording in a kitchen. I have made that statement because like last week <laughs> it was because it was what was it? Sorry, not to interrupt you, Kyle, but it was when we first started recording. I, it was I in remember. the kitchen. I at, remember at my old apartment, and we talked, and it was right after the Falcons had put together a great year. And I sat there and I said, in the recording, which is somewhere in the depths of all of our extra stuff that we posted, I was like. The Falcons are going to suck this year. And that was the year that they fucking blew it. They were terrible. They still made the playoffs. No, not that no. year. No. Not that year. That was the oh, last year before. before the year before the Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. I'm sorry. They were absolute trash. I thought you were talking about like, And then this, the, 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 the Super Bowl appearance in last year was the first time that they put together two, on all aspects of the ball, put together two seasons in a row where they were actually decent altogether. Right. Um. Real quick, Peter threw in uh, his score prediction. You Let me guess. Cowboys 100, Giants 1. He, he once again is only giving the opposing team one score. He says Dallas 21, Giants 7. No. <laughs> well, hold Peter. on, hold on, hold on. That could be three scores. What if they block two extra points, return them for, for, for two points, and then get a field goal? Yeah. I would be really ashamed of, <laughs> of of the Giants for being able to do that and then not put an offensive touchdown on the board. But, I mean, it's uh, possible. It's, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
back to what I was saying. It's about as probable as the Steelers not going for a two-point conversion this week. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to. Yeah. But, like, the, the Matt Ryan last week, Calvin Ridley and Mohamed Sanu both couldn't get open. Like, like that, that was a big thing. Like, there were targets. Not a lot. Not a lot for, for receivers of their caliber. I mean, Ridley, you don't really have a caliber for him, but potential caliber. And then Sanu, we know his caliber. But there were targets there. But I agree with Kyle. Like, if you go back and you actually watch the footage, there wasn't a lot of separation from them from their defenders. Right, like, Jones were, gets open because, you know, it's Julio fucking Jones. You know what you're going to get out of him. But I just think the Panthers are going to be able to contain him. I think the Panthers are going to blow it out of the water. I think the Panthers win 38-14. to 14. Okay. Dave, do you care to chime in at all on this game? I'll go. Uh, <laughs> well, we're going around the table. So, Uncle Bob. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm looking at like 21-14, 21-17 again. Uh, Carolina to yeah. win? Yeah. 20-17. <clears throat> Carolina? Panthers. I'm anticipating a shootout. I have Atlanta winning, however, uh, 34-31. Um, I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I do think it's going to be a defensive struggle. I think, I think Matt Ryan finds a little bit more of his stride, but I still think there's going to be red zone struggles. I think Atlanta pulls it out, though, uh, 28-24. And the reason I say it is because in the last three seasons, Matt Ryan has only lost back-to-back, back-to-back games three times. So Fair. let's move on Fair. to the real barn burner of Sunday football. Oh, sorry. Well, we're moving into our fourth and final. I have 16 ounces tasting. of this one. Yeah, I didn't give you one because you already have it. probably, right? But, okay. but this is like the Czech's like, crown jewel, the Pilsner Quell. Um, no, your dad's the Czech's crown jewel. <laughs> this is a pil- the original Pilsner. Th- this is a fantastic beer. No, oh, hold on. Miller Lite is the original Pilsner. <laughs> now, now they but sell... it's original brewing. They sell Pilsner or Quell here in the States, but it is not the same. Right. It's like Guinness, Heineken. Yeah. Like, it's, it's... It's a copy. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's... Exactly. It, it, Pilsner or Quell, Guinness. Do you know how you know expensive Guinness would be if they actually imported all the Guinness <laughs> that was sold in the United States? Do you know how much Guinness is sold? I work at a package well, store. Well, a what lot. It is, what it is. Oh, yeah. But, oh. The, but the problem with Guinness is that here in the, in the States, they serve it cold. Yeah. Over in Ireland, it's in cellar temperature. Yeah, that, that's how Pilsner <coughs> is over there. God also, bless. I think. But um, the difference is... Again, you. you're getting greedy. <laughs> that's it. They, um, they don't sell Pilsner Quell here in cans. Here it's in those green bottles. Yeah. So it has to travel, and it's in, in any beer in green bottles skunks. Rolling yeah. Rock. All of this. Rolling Rock, Rock, Heineken. Heineken, no, 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 no. <laughs> Heineken doesn't skunk because it's already skunked when it's made. But that's what I mean. Like, they, they just don't hold up. But um, when I was in, the last time I was in the Czech Republic, I was lucky enough to go to the brewery. And because they, they age the Pilsner in, in the barrels. I forget for how long. But we got to, like, open one of the casks and drink out of it. That was cool. That was very good. That's pretty the cool. brewery was awesome. But the next game. You know what you should no. do? Is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Next game. So, uh, real quick, while we talk about the game, um, I'll, I'll lead off talking about it so you guys can check because I already checked mine. Just uh, Rebecca, you two, go check your fantasy teams. Make sure that player actually got that you picked got added to your team. Yeah. Uh, so, next game is the real barn burner of Sunday football: uh, the LA Chargers and the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I don't really think there's a lot to talk about. We said that last week with Tampa Bay and New Orleans, but um, I mean, the Chargers they do they face a little bit of a deficit losing. You know, they don't still don't have two of their best pass rushers. In football, let alone on the Chargers team, Bosa's out again. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be a couple more weeks before he returns, um, which to me is a big bummer because I kind of had Bosa pegged as defensive player of the year caliber yeah. year coming in. Coming in, but where's um, this game in, in LA? Uh, this game is 
Oh, I think it's, it's Buffalo. It's in Buffalo, oh, okay. yeah. Buffalo. Yeah, it's in Buffalo, yep. I, I, I think the Chargers are going to explode. If you have I, Chargers, I, play them. <laughs> I, I think the char- I, I think they're going to explode. Um, I don't think it's going to be as much of a lopsided victory as it was when the Ravens played the Bills, just because the Chargers have self-destructive tendencies. Um, and I, 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 to be honest, I kind of expect a little bit out of the rookie coming in and getting his first start. Um, I think you know I think he's going to make smart decisions because he knows what he's in for with this Bills team. Um, whereas we, you know, Todd Bowles for the Jets, like when they went in and they 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 did their thing last week. They went in, and the Jets have always been a competitor mentality. The Jets came out swinging for the fences last year and looked like they might have put together a playoff spot when it came out. And they, in the games that they were losing, they still went in swinging for the fences yeah. every single drive. Buffalo, I think, is not going to be like that. They're going to dial it back. And I think that uh, – who, who do they have? Allen, right? Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen. Josh Allen yeah. has one of the greatest safety blankets in football with LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. Granted, people are going to be shadowing him left and right, but I think he's going to make smart, short decisions – I think he's going to put some drives together to move the football, even if it's only field goals. I do think the Chargers win, but like I said, self-destructive. Uh, I think the Chargers get out of there, though, with a 24-17 um, victory. I think the Chargers win 28-12. to 12. Four field goals? Four field goals. I, I hope so. <laughs> Hoshka. Hoshka, Hoshka, baby. <laughs> They're all going to be 19-yard field goals, though, so you're only going to walk yeah. away with four points. 35-9. <laughs> Chargers. Yeah, Uncle Bob's turn, but good job. Mm, sorry. Or, or David, I'm, if he chooses to go. 28-14, in my opinion. Chargers? Chargers, yeah. 30-10, Chargers. Buffalo's I think we're going to see there. Melvin Gordon go bananas. You hope for Melvin Gordon. Big time. I think Mike Williams has a big week. All right. Next game. Intriguing. Um, we got uh, Minnesota at Green Bay. Ooh. Shout out to uh, Sheehan alumni, Valerie Lewis. She's in. She's at Lambeau right now. Um, What? Shout out! You guys don't want to see. I didn't know why you were doing that. <laughs> no, she's she's in Lambo right now. Oh, okay. Uh, obviously, much more interesting now that we know Rogers is cleared to play. Um, is it though? Yeah, yeah. It's but, a, I, you, but I mean, he's he's but, hobbled. And, but are you seriously going? You're going to sit here and say that you think it's the same level of com- competition no. and excitement if Kaiser plays over? No, Rogers. no, no. But what I mean is, I, I don't think Rogers makes it through the game. So I I agree <laughs> with you. I think it's th- this could be the end of his season. Really, like. Uh, I think it's a bad I think, move. I think it's a dumb move. I think Rodgers plays the whole season through injuries, and one of these turns out to be a big injury that causes him to miss time next season. I, I think Rodgers, and rightfully so, has a lot of pride and a lot of talent and whatnot. But, you know, the Packers, you know, Rodgers has proven, like he did against the Bears, that when he's on the field, the Packers are a Super Bowl contending yeah. team. Yes. And when he's not, they're a bottom five. <coughs> they're, they're, they're not bottom five, they're but they're, they're not great. Um, and, and I can I can see Rogers struggling through to get to get through to the season to try to go you know for broke type of deal. Is it wise? No, but you just got to keep in mind too. Aaron Rodgers just worked out this extension thing. I mean, you got you got to think. I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a once in a lifetime quarterback, but you have a quarterback that you just gave all this money to, and now he's out for another season with an injury. You you really start to look at. But do you want to risk having him that, knocked out for a, the I rest mean. of the season? That, I don't. Not that, against Minnesota. That, but that's this, the point that I make. It is is you gave this guy the money. I would I would give him this week. G- give him that extra week to rest and and let that knee heal. I understand I, that, but I think it's different if they were playing New Orleans. Yeah, or something that's like true. that. It's a division they game. have a chance right now in the beginning of the season. If Rogers say Rogers gets through the game, even if he gets banged up a little more, and they have to sit him for the next game, and they lose that game. 
they go into week four with a healthier Rodgers at 2-1, and one, but more importantly, 2-0 and oh in the division. And they walk away from it, causing two teams to be 0-1 oh in the division. They just made a huge case for themselves to be division champions. I understand that you want to have him there and keep him healthy and stuff like that, but sometimes the strategy goes above the quarterback's head into the, the GM race, and it's... Like I said, if they if they can pull out a victory with Aaron Rodgers, even if he gets a little bit more banged up and has to sit out week three, you're talking about being 2-0 and in a division where the only team that's really going to give you a run for its money on paper is Minnesota, and now you're up a, you're essentially up two games on them. You're up a game in the standings and a game in the division. Real quick, the, only because this just popped up, um, the alert on Bleach Report. During the warm-ups, he came out in a, it says in a big knee brace with a ligament sprain, and he's in a lot of pain. So, I mean. He's still going to play. He, he's going to play. Well, he's going to play. And That's I think it. it's the dumbest move he's the Packers could make. He's going to be monitored hit by hit. And, and this and could saw, cost McCarthy his job. Um, I mean, we saw last year. It was Hopefully. The, it was the Vikings that took Rodgers out last year. That guy could afford a paycheck loss. See, this is my diet. thing with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think the Packers are going to allow him to get hit. I think this will be a big. Their line, their offensive line, isn't that good? Yeah, right. Not right. against, not against, not against the Bears and the Vikings are better than the Bears. You're right, but I think defensive line. Seven. I disagree. I think this is. A I game. think the Bears have a better defense. Sorry, Kyle. That's going to keep going I think the Bears have a better defensive line than the Vikings. The Vikings just have a much better and deeper secondary, no, which causes their, which allows the defensive line to get more sacks and stuff like that. Talent wise, I think the Bears have the best defensive line in football. I think they have the best front seven in football. I really do. They may. But because, the second, to be seen. because of the experience in the secondary and the depth in the secondary, a talent for the Vikings, they can. it's kind of the reverse thing. You always hear the defensive line is so, makes the so disruptive better, it makes yeah. the defensive backs look better because they don't have to cover for as long. Minnesota has defensive backs that can cover for yeah. long enough to give the front seven more, more time, time to, to get, get to the quarterback. Yes. And that's, but that, but that's it, it's it's weird, but it, it's because it's rever- it's kind of reverse mentality for de- defenses. But all right, well, go ahead. So yeah. you, do your thing real quick, and then we got to get right. we're only my, my thing is in. this week the Packers will not allow Aaron Rodgers to get. I think they're going. I agree with Kyle. I think what they're going to do is I think they're going to try to trickery with run game. Not even quick, that. quick, quick, quick out pass passes with the speed that Cobb still has. Big, big. Guy but, and, and but that's Green. not how Rogers plays. Rogers will be in a shotgun the entire game, which well, is fine. I, I agree with that. I, anyway. I think Ty Montgomery is going to have a huge game because of that. I don't think Ty Montgomery is going to because play he's going to be the he's going to be the guy that's going to be out of the backfield. I don't think he's going to play that much. Isn't I, he playing hurt? I don't think Ty Montgomery is going to play that much. Like it's going to be the other guy. What's his Adams, name? Um, Jamal, Jamal Adams. Williams. Williams. No, I think Jamal Williams is going to play because Jamal Williams is by far a much better pass blocker. Yes, but I think Montgomery is going to be the scat back. And that's why I think I, underst- I understand that. I don't. I think he's gonna have a. I think he's gonna have a big game for the snaps he has. But, he, but the thing is, it doesn't matter who on the Vikings defense comes through. Any, any person out of those eleven people comes through. Montgomery will not be able to block. You'll them. see a lot of short right. throws but, today. But the other side of it is Devontae Adams might not play. Right, I get that. It, but you know what, Jermon, uh, sorry, Geronimo Allison stepped up big when Aaron Rodgers needed him. Okay, he threw it to him six times in I, a row. I agree, week. but. Like we just said, the Vikings have a good secondary to where they don't have to double cover anybody on the right. For the and Packers. I, I just think a lot of short throws are going to happen. I think happen. if anybody on Green Bay has a big game, I think it's going to be Jimmy Graham. I think it's going to be a lot Could of be. six, seven, eight yard passes, and then they're going to try to use the run right. And yeah. I, it's going to be a lot of hook and laterals, out routes, short routes, things that Jimmy Graham's not used, accustomed to running. 
But Jimmy Graham, I don't give a shit what linebacker it is. Size wins battles a lot of the time, and he's yeah. a big boy that can take the hits. And he's, he's got be- hands that are magic. He's still, I think, to me, still the best tight end in the game. Mm, not the game. In my opinion, my opinion. I I know. All right, let's go real quick. We got score predictions. We got we got Packers twenty four twenty. Okay. Wow. Vikings twenty eight twenty one. Dave, got one. No. Vikings twenty eight seventeen. Uh, Vikings 2017. Low scoring uh, affair. Vikings 24, Green Bay 14. I, I just, I think Rodgers is going to be super out of his element. He's That that short game is not how Rodgers they, plays. They give him happy pills? Dude, he's good to yeah. But what I mean, Rodgers likes to roll out and throw the ball You to be careful with that, though, because that happens a lot in the NFL and people get nailed for it in the offseason. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just my opinion, I think Rodgers still plays phenomenal. But just my opinion. I, thank, I thank you. Aaron Rodgers is that type of quarterback. But no matter if he's down or if he's healthy, he's gonna be fine. But but it's a, he, if he's doing that short game, it, it's out of his element. You're right. I, I just, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, he is he is good. They so. give him televised, so we'll find out. <laughs> All, right. All right, Cleveland, New Orleans. Ooh. All right, I want to go to New Orleans, thirty-one ten. Okay. Cleveland, seventeen fourteen. I have a New Orleans winning 34, Cleveland 17. Uncle Bob, Cleveland, New Orleans? I'd like to root for Cleveland, but I I, I just don't see uh, that happening. Logic dictates more yeah. than anything. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, what, what Breeze is, he's on a mission this he year. He looks good. Yeah, he looked good last week. And he, I think he's going to look good, and I think it's going to be something like uh, oh, 35-10. Uh, I disagree. I got Cleveland winning 35 to 30. 35 to 30. And there's a all time, talking the existence of both teams. Cleveland's 13 and 4 all time against New Orleans, and they're 8 and 2 in New Orleans. All yeah. time. They've only lost four History's games out of 17 sides. to New Orleans, and they've only lost two games in the Superdome. They, and the last time they played was 2014, and. Cleveland put together a late drive to, to take New Orleans off the board. It was 26-24. One, sure. one thing that this Cleveland team has that Cleveland has not had in a long time, they have the weapons to actually compete in a shootout if it gets yeah. to that point. If the New Orleans Saints defense, if they can show up like the defense we saw last year, then I don't, it's, it's going to be a no-brainer for the Saints. But Cleveland also quietly has a decent defense. Oh, and, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I think <clears throat> with Tyrod and his, his mobility – I just don't think it'd be a low scoring game at all. No, I don't think so either. It's gonna be a Jarvis Landry walk off. <laughs> I'm saying, but like they, you know, it, Jarvis Landry is the receiver that every Browns quarterback of the past decade has needed. A over the middle, speedy possession, good hands receiver that has his own ability to make plays. He's the only guy in the NFL that if if someone told me, okay, it's third and six, and we're gonna draw up a play where you're only gonna get a two yard pass off, who are you throwing it to? Jarvis Landry. He's the guy that's going to get that ball and has the talent to get five or six more yards down the field on his own. He's got the speed. And Reminds he's me of Mark Bavaro. He's very good. And I, I think... I, I just think another big day from Drew Brees. That's fine. Yeah. And Alvin Kamara. That's what I'm seeing. Good. History. History, man. History. Drew Brees is not going to lose two in a row. Next game. Uh, Miami Jets. We know what the Jets... Darnold looked amazing last game. I understand that, but he also played the Lions. I I don't think he looked amazing. I don't think he looked bad. He he looked very good. Is he that impressed. That first throw? 
But I, he impressed us. Um, but I, I think a lot of it also had to do with the Lions just could not get out of their own way. I think the, I think the well, I think the Lions looked past the Jets. I think the Lions looked at week two. I just don't want to the Dolphins. I think the Lions looked at San Francisco as the toughest Hill. matchup they're going to have to deal with at, in week one. And I think I think the Lions just they fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah, they didn't. They went into it on autopilot, thinking that it should be a walk off against the and, Jets. And they left Stafford in for way too long. And my thing is, I, I think I, I think Miami wins this game. Um, they got uh, what's his face Parker back now for week uh, two. I don't think so. I think I saw before that he's not playing. <clears throat> Devontae Parker. He was clear to play yesterday. He said he was playing yesterday. I'll, I'll double check, but I, I think I saw that before. I may no. have missed it. E- either way, though, Stills murdered it. Amendola's a great over-the-middle route. Kenyon Drake's a good receiving back. I just And, and Tannehill... is an underrated quarterback. He is, when he's healthy. Opinion. When he's healthy. When he's healthy. Devontae when he's healthy. Parker, inactive. Okay, so I like the Jets' defense, though. <clears throat> I, I, I like how... Good. I like the Jets' defense, but again, it the the Jets' defense, I liked them against what Matt Stafford did. Matt Stafford's one of those quarterbacks, much like Ben Roethlisberger, that has the ability to throw four touchdowns and 765 yards in a game, but he also has the ability to throw 200 yards and nine picks. My opinion, I think the Jets went 13-10. Did, did, but, but let me ask you this. Did Ben make the Browns' defense look a lot better than they are last yeah, year? Yeah, 100%. Matt Stafford did the same thing to the Jets. That's a, Yeah, Stafford was left in way Stafford, too long. Stafford played atrocious. Yeah. He made terrible. I mean, Stafford threw two picks that no – that honestly, like, I don't even know if Jay Cutler would have thrown those balls. Like, that, he made some bad throws. He did. He, he was getting beat up real bad. He got hit a lot. I mean, we saw his knee get rolled. And Stafford, to me, is one of the toughest quarterbacks in the league. He'll stay out there. He I mean, he play. stays out. He that He'll play. take a beating, but that's that, for sure. But when, you, but when things like that happen, like a Ben, you gotta, you gotta just like a Ben, when you when you have a quarterback, he's getting beaten up, he's getting hit a lot, he's not making good throws, it doesn't matter how tough he is. If he's not no. winning you the game, he's I not agree. doing his job. When when Stafford took the – when he got sandwiched, when the guy had the helmet in his chest and he got hit from the, behind, I thought he was coming out. I'm like, all right, you know, the guy's already at, I think at the time he had three or four picks. He, this is the third big hit he's took. Like, get him out of there. Yeah. Come back week. T- and, and they kept rolling him out, and it just wasn't good. Well, I he, think I think first drive of the second half, he looked great. I think Miami wins 31-20. I said 13-10 Jets. I like Miami. But yeah. just for, I think, in all honesty, that the quarterback the Jets have, their first-round pick, and he deserves to be because he is talented. I, I think, think Miami, the, I think the rookie woes are going to start. Yeah, it's got to happen. I think Miami has yeah, just like any of the you yeah. know the rookies. in that division. I think Miami has the most potential to surprisingly dethrone the Patriots this year. Now we know every year that's obviously like the thing. Like no team in the <laughs> AFC East has been able to do it for a long time. But when you add in Brady, doesn't play well in Miami. If this team can stay hot enough for when that point comes around, if they can beat them, they can very easily beat the Jets twice, just like the Jets can if beat them Stan- twice. If Tannehill can stay healthy, right? If, but if they can, put they've together- got a chance to upset them. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your score? And I'm, I'm I'm picking uh, uh, Miami twenty four seventeen. Jets twenty one twenty. Casey Pitt. Oh, he didn't go. Oh. Uh, I have the Jets winning. Uh, I think the defense plays well enough. Uh, Jets 23, Dolphins 19. All right. Casey Pitt. Pittsburgh's really good at defending the fast receivers. That's one thing they're really good at. They're, they're going to make Tyreek Hill obsolete. In the receiving game. Yes. But, yes. but, that's also but they're also very bad on special teams. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, not anymore. They have, they're very good at special team play. They can't stop the run. That's the one thing that scares um, me. They don't my, tackle well. <laughs> my thing is I used to, even going into last year, I thought Hill was going to have a bad year last year. 
because to me he was just a deep speed threat. But he's not. I mean, he he's really developed good route yeah. running. Um, if we can stop the tight end, I think the Steelers that, win this game. That's going to be the – I think Kelsey's the key Kelsey to the game this key. week. Well, I like, so. like, like last week, he didn't like to throw to him. He threw it to the wideouts. Well, we, we so. saw the whole preseason. I mean, Mahomes and Hill just have this connection. And it worked last week. And it worked. If, if – that's, this is what's going to make or break Mahomes as a quarterback. Not this game specifically, but this decision-making. Whereas yeah. if he tries to give Hill seven targets in the first half of the game and Hill only has two receptions for 38 yards. You're going to keep going to him. If he keeps going to him, then that's that's bad decision-making and that's what's going to – The, the pass defense in the Steelers is better. I, I'm not saying that Steelers' no, defense is bad. I, I'm just saying like yeah. in, in a general statement. The run defense scares me. So, uh, but, Morgan um, Burnett is a big reason because he communicates – if if you take away Hill, I mean, I, I still think Kelsey's going to be able to get open. Hunt has a big day. I I think Kansas City wins today. I do score. Uh twenty one seventeen. Where's the game being played? In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. I would take Pittsburgh. I'm gonna... twenty to seven. Wow. I think Pittsburgh wins because they're at home. They're pissed off because of the tie last week. I think they win twenty one three. <laughs> I think Mahomes just had to that, shut down week. He could. I mean, he very well he's, could. He's that type of quarterback that's going to be have a big week or have a bad week. There's no in between with him. Well, we don't know that yet. It's just my opinion. Yeah, okay. We got Bob. I'm looking at 21-18 Kansas City. I have uh, Pittsburgh winning 28-27. Uh, uh, very slow start both teams such, first half. Such a homer. <laughs> uh, but I expect a huge second half for both teams. I think it's going to be slow on both sides. Ben going to have a slow start but picks it up. Uh, KC 42, Pittsburgh 38. Oh, wow. I think it's a shootout both ways. Ben doesn't. Co- ben comes back swinging from three picks. Brown's going to have a big day. Ben comes back swinging from three picks. It's Ben's going to come Eli out and get a big game. Because nobody. But I, I, think, are, I, I agree. Done. I think Kareem Hunt's going to have a big day both rushing and receiving. Yeah. And I think that Kelsey gonna, is going to be a problem for the defense. Hunt's going to tear up the middle of that defensive line. And I think Kelsey yeah. is going to with yeah. up-the-middle routes. I think uh, they are much better. The, well, what's going to happen is they're going to have to pull more – more men, more men to the line, and that's when they'll kill Kelsey right down the middle. I think I, th- I think they, the Steelers have a much more improved pass defense, but they're still, in my opinion, undersized in the defensive <clears> back <throat> position, and the mean, linebackers cheat, aren't experienced or fast enough to keep up with. And the Kelsey. linebackers are going to have to have to have to cheat to the line because of Hunt. He he's playing on the right side where he belongs. They switch right, we, them. Uh, we got to keep going. Philadelphia, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay blows Eagles out of the water tonight. I don't well, like Philadelphia's team at all right now. I agree with you. I don't like the team either, but Nick Foles just finds ways to win. I think Tampa Bay wins 31 10. All right. We'll go up. Kind of got a rapid fire of these, unfortunately. <laughs> 24 21. Uh, Any specific reasons? Not really. It's just. Uh, I, I don't I, I see the basically the first half is going to be tight and the second half is going to be scored. Who who did you have winning? Uh, it's a toss up. I don't <laughs> care. I think it's going to be that much of a tight game. Um, Dave, Tampa, Tampa Philly. I'll take Tampa just because I hate Philly that much. I, I want Tampa, to, but I think Philly wins twenty four twenty one. Foles is going to drive at the end. I have Tampa, 26-21. Fitzmagic continues. 26? 26. That's gross. Listen, you guys just say this is the NFL today. Odd (laughs) scores happen all the freaking time. I know. It's just so funny to hear. Uh, Tampa Bay, 24. uh, Philadelphia, 18. 
just to throw a weird score in there. There we go. Thank <laughs> you for joining. Five. Yeah, five. Houston, Tennessee, battle of the winless teams. In Houston the destroys yeah. Tennessee. Let's go, Nuck. I don't. Do you think know what Tennessee... Tennessee's game plan coming in here was? Blaine Gabbert starting? <laughs> no, Mariota's starting. They, they I just read Gabbert might start even with Mariota active. I think Mariota still starts, but they said that we're going to probably give equal reps to both quarterbacks. So Houston wins. Yeah. Um. By a lot. Yeah. <sighs> I, I think Houston wins, and and I think Watson and, and, last season had that five touchdown performance against Tennessee. Yeah, he did. I uh, think he's still off to a slow start, though. <clears throat> I think he's still off to a slow start, though. I think that Houston wins, but I think they win seventeen ten. I think Houston won twenty four nothing. I just don't like anything from Tennessee. No, I think Walker, Tennessee is down to quarterback. They're gonna. Stack that box. No, Derrick Henry or Jangles can't do nothing. 24-12. Uh, Houston, 35-14. Houston, 33-13. Um, Homer. Colts, Redskins. <laughs> I love that Redskins team. I do. Redskins, 34. Colts, 13. I think Redskins, 31. Colts, 24. That's also the score I have, Kyle. <laughs> I love I'm, that Redskins team. I really do. I do, too. Um, Alex Smith nice takes game. care of the ball. Yeah, that's true. Alex Smith takes care of the ball, and he puts together time-chewing drives. Especially when you like now that he has a running back like Adrian Peterson versus a Kareem Hunt, where you give the ball to Adrian Peterson, he hits the gap. It's either The only time it's going to be a, a longer, exaggerated time play is if it's going to the house for a touchdown. Otherwise, it's going to be, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight yards up the middle, off to the side, whatever, between the tackles, the guards, whoever. Whereas, like, with Kareem Hunt, it's like, oh, okay, we're just going to give you, like, a little dink and dunk pass in the backfield, but then Kareem Hunt has the Chris speed. Chris Thompson's to... going to have a big well, day, too. And I like the fact that Washington goes downfield more. Mm-hmm. And this is a guy who can drop the ball right where he yeah. wants it. And it's I didn't understand why Kansas City didn't do that when they had him. They did it the first three or four weeks. Um, Washington yeah. all day. Yeah, I think Washington wins. Um, 24-14. Oh, I didn't give a score. I'm looking at 35-12. Uh, uh, L.A., Arizona. Rams. Rams, Arizona. Rams. Arizona upsets. What? Where's the game? In L.A. Arizona well, upsets. Wherever the hell that Rams play. Do they play in L.A.? I think the Rams yeah. are playing. Are they the ones playing at UCLA? Yeah. Okay. Um, you think Arizona upsets? 17-14. Conference game. It is. That's, that's right. I mean, you, you can't yeah. ever <laughs> predict those. <laughs> um, Uncle Bob? I'm, look, I, I'm looking at 24-21 uh, LA. Close game, too? Yeah. Dave? Um, I think the Rams win 28-17. Same score I had. Ram. 28 17, but I think David Johnson. I think David Johnson. I think David Johnson has both touchdowns. Yep. One receiver. I think one, Brandon one Cooks is going bananas. Rams roll on 30 14. David Johnson, though? 49ers, Lions. <laughs> Say it again? 49ers, Lions. I think Lions pulled out today. I think they figured it out. Um, 21 20. Oh, God, no. What? Where's the game being played? San Fran. I don't. I don't give a shit who wins this game. 
I, I don't I really, honestly, nice I don't have a winner, but I think the winner of this game wins like 49, 45. Neither of these teams have a defense. Right. <clears throat> I, uh, you mean some of the Lions have a defense? No, I'm saying 21 20, though. It's not really a low scoring game. It is. it is in today's NFL. NFL. It is today's NFL. NFL. That's yeah. a 41 over under. Three touchdowns. <clears throat> so if the Steelers put three touchdowns, you don't think that, okay, they, they scored an average amount of points? I just no. How much did 20? the Jets put up in the first quarter last That's week? not low scoring. 21 20 is not low scoring. That's a 41 point scoring. over under. That's like average. In today's NFL. I'll just see it being 21 20. No, that's that's no, fine. I understand that's, that. But we're arguing with you that, your that it's a low scoring game. That's a low scoring game for we'll for two teams with no defense. Right, Uncle Bob. I'm thinking this one could be like 45, 38. Yeah. Uh, forty eight. Yeah. Forty. And I'm 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 gonna pick the Niners. Forty two, thirty five. Garoppolo. Niners are gonna win by three points. Doesn't matter the score. Just three <laughs> points. <laughs> one hundred and three <laughs> to a hundred or three nothing. <laughs> Uh, 49ers, 35-30. Uh, real quick, just want to shout out uh, Hold My Beer. Is that Ty's team? That's Vinny. Vinny? Vinny, um, Garrett Pulls Pizza is serving a slice of defeat to you today. <laughs> so be ready. <laughs> yeah, bring it over. Uh, you may have burnt the crust last week. <laughs> Oakland, Denver. This this is, could be a tough one. Ty. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I think uh, for this one, I think... Denver pulls it out. I think they win 21-20. Um, I think Carr kind of finds his rhythm a little bit. Um, I think Case Keenum also kind of bounces back. I, I just don't think he has as much productivity in terms of like touchdowns. I think he gets the yards. Um, but I, I see Oakland winning 21-20, Carr three touchdowns, over 300 yards. I'm, I'm going with Denver 17-10. So we have, this could be like the, the this could, this game's either it gonna could be, like be the one most, of the most boring games. It's either, yeah, it's either going to be super boring or the most exciting game. I, I agree. It can, it's going to go either way, and I think it's going to tend towards the boring. I'm going to go with the better quarterback. Derek Carr is going to win. Watch your mouth. Derek Carr. Not the Raiders. Derek Carr. 20, 2013. You're going with the better quarterback? Yeah. Oh, okay, of the two who played in the championship game last year. Thank you, Mock. Keenum sucks. Um, I I think the Raiders are going to win, and I think this is going to be where uh, we see Cooper figure it out. I think Gruden Gruden's going to find a way to lose. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. Can you imagine him going 0-16? That'd be awesome. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? I'd love it. But I do. I I think we're going to see Cooper make it happen today. Um, I say Raiders 21, Broncos 13. Broncos 2010, Carr makes another bonehead mistake. Lee. Uh, just because there were too many 1 o'clock games and they needed to put this game on national television, New England and Jacksonville, two East Coast teams playing at 425 for America's <laughs> Game of the Week. Yeah. Just, you know, just the ratings really needing to just fuck everyone up. So you got New England, Jacksonville. New England 21 24-7. 21-24-7. <laughs> 21, 24, 21, 27. 25 so, or 6 to 4. <laughs> yeah. So could you give me an Sitting actual cross score? On the the 24 to 7 New England. Okay, thank you. Uncle Bob? I think this could be an upset. I think Jacksonville could pull this one out, and I'm saying uh, 24, 21. No Brady magic in the last two minutes. Always Brady magic. I, uh... I At think, 42, yeah. In the <laughs> I think the Jaguars avenged the, the championship game 
and they win 28-17. New England's New England, 37-20. Just marry Brady already. 27-24 Jacksonville. Um, but I think that score could be flipped for New England. I think it all lives and dies on Yeldon. Yep. And last, but certainly not least, Monday night, the Bears versus the Seahawks. Bears win. 2017. 2018. Bears win 28-24. I think this is going to not be a fun game to watch because the Seahawks are terrible. But I think the Bears win 28-7. Wow. Uncle Bob, it doesn't matter. Uh, this 20, is the big fans 14. what we've gotten so far. 24-14. Bears? And Bears, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Good, good. Uh, the Bears, 486 <laughs> to three. <laughs> That's Pope's, in the first quarter. The Pope slots in at quarterback, throws Hail Mary to Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I think the Bears win uh, 31-17. But I think they get off to a slow start. I think they really ramp it up in the second half. This, I think they, they learned from their mistake from last week. Uh, and I think the player of the game is Khalil Mack again. I think we're going to see Trubisky airing it out. I think he's going to let him go. Let him throw let the him fucking football. Allen, baby. This guy's got an arm like I can't he, believe. He can throw. He's got a good football mind. I, I think they're going to let him loose this week. Good. And this is a good time to do it. I mean, Seattle's been priding off their defense. You know what, but though? it's not the same as it they was. still got but... Russell Wilson. I hate him. But he's still a good quarterback. Yeah, but Russell Wilson. Yeah, but there's no line, there's no running back, and there's and no the Bears, receivers. And making it work, all right? There's Khalil Mack. 24 points last week. Yeah, but the Bears have very, very fast defensive ends. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I, I just, uh, Much faster than the Broncos have. Like, yeah, Russell Wilson. Von Miller might be the best in the quarterback. Von Miller might be the best in the game at getting I, to the quarterback, but Khalil Mack's the best in the game at containing the quarterback. I love Russell Wilson. I think he's very talented. But he has nothing around him to help him escape. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we see 30% of the snaps, if we see uh, Hicks, Goldman, Floyd, and Mack let loose at the quarterback, and we see Roquan Smith just sitting back there waiting for waiting for, waiting for Wilson a, a free to, to pick. try to, to yeah. not even a pick, just to wait him to try to break past the line because Smith's got a lot of speed. Uh, or, or if they, or they might blitz Smith and let Floyd be because Floyd's <clears throat> really fast. I'm hoping that they put they start Smith this week. Yeah, me too. Okay, I mean, uh, I can never say his name right. Kiatowski. Yeah. Uh, is Polish okay. Guy. Yeah. He's okay, but he doesn't have the speed. Right. And I mean, Roquan showed that last week when he was on the field, he made a difference. Uh, beer reviews, real quick. We got a, we're already three minutes past the deadline. That's okay. I, I made it we a point to say, yeah, but I was like, we end at one. We didn't end at one. Um, beer reviews. Uh, so not you, Mock. Uh, Kyle, what did you think of the G Bot, real quick? G Bot sucked. All the Czech beers were fantastic. I just want to say, Kyle has no appreciation for any IPAs whatsoever. Other than he loves two juice. 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 No, he well. loved Jungle Juice. All right, so he, he likes juicy IPAs. He likes. The, the juicy citrusy. Yeah, I, I, I think the the Pilsner Urquell is my favorite of the the four. So I like Cambrinus. I, I like it too, but I gotta give it to Pilsner Urquell. Um, Chair sunk again. <laughs> um, you know, like like that we were able to do the Czech beer show because these beers are very special to me. Um, I like them all a lot, but to me the Gambrinus is is king. That was the uh, third one? Yes, the third one. Yes, I, I preferred that one, too. It had a little heartier flavor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the rest of them were kind of lightweight pilsners. Yeah. Uh, 
this had some body to it, and I like that. Yeah, Tampa Bay's already up 7 nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and look at what happened there real quick. Cap, beer, oh, you did yours. Um, Uncle Bob, do you have any plugs? Anything oh, coming up? I didn't up? do mine. Uh, well, this Friday, I'm actually playing two gigs this Friday. One is at uh, from 5.30 to 7.30 at uh, the Rough Draft here in uh, Hamden. Mm-hmm. And then I'm scooting over to Z's Corner and opening for uh, Heather's uh, birthday bash. That's right. That's what Peter was talking about. Uh, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, seventy five yards. Touchdowns. Oh, just to Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> He's playing. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um. That that's the show Peter was talking about before, yes. right? That's, yeah. It's going to be that broadcasted we're doing, here. We're broadcasting it live on PPRN. So be sure to check that out. Yeah, Ryan, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick's one for one for seventy five yards. <laughs> <laughs> fucking god. That's the only play Tampa Bay's ran. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to follow us on... Oh, yeah, I fucked that whole thing up. <laughs> I was enthralled by the score. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's hanging with assholes or drinking gambrinus. <laughs> Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. There we go. We're here on the PPRN radio network every Sunday from 10 to 1 p.m. Thank you, Dave and Bob, for coming down. Thanks for the yeah, invite. And us. Yeah, and my dad. Already left. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. He'll listen to it and check later. <laughs> we'll have Kyle translate. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, next week, we're, uh, we're going to hopefully have a couple more guests on. Um, and we're going to talk some more football. Also going to get ready to start talking about some of the NHL and NBA season. Getting ready to, to, to tip off slash. And you're moving slash. closer and closer to the World Series. Yep, yeah, true. Yep. We didn't talk a lot of baseball today. I know you're excited for that, Bob. I'm sorry. We'll get you oh. back on. When we get the postseason going, oh, Souls, cool. and when we have <laughs> Jeff here, they're, they're, and you know, I'm not that good for baseball. Uh, Paul, I just Paul can for the win. I, I just don't understand how the Cubs are keeping going with all the injuries they've had. You, we, they got the momentum. That. Well, they, there's this Kansas guy that's uh, what Mad. Uh, I, I I don't know Joe something or another. Joe Madden. Uh, he's kind of pulling rabbits out of hats. Hey. Gotta do what you gotta do. That's right. wins. We'll be back uh, in a few weeks for Uncle Bob to talk Cubs yeah. in the postseason. There we go. <laughs> Dave, we're gonna have you on again, talk about the Giants when they're five and one. Okay. That'd be really cool. <laughs> yep, and then we'll have you on again at the end of the season when they finish the season five and we didn't talk any basketball today either, so Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's a tough time because it's like it's just, yeah, just it's, early enough. It, yeah, they're I just I'm excited about the uh, the Bulls season this year. I'm hoping that maybe Jabari Parker can learn how to play small forward. Yeah. Because he's not. He, although if he doesn't, he's not going to get a lot of court time. Yeah. True. Okay. Very true. Till uh, next week. Yeah. Till next week. We'll hey. be we'll be a short show. Uh, in terms of in terms of uh, original personalities, just the Red Baron and myself. Yep. <laughs> so we will uh, we'll talk throwback jerseys. That's right. And Rita, Rita's always here. She won't be here next week. You're riding with me, remember? That's right. That's right. We, we, we changed it up. But until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. I'm Mojito. That's Dave and Bob. Yep. Yep. And I'm the Red Baron. No. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah.